Welcome back to Talking Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. Today with me, as always, I have Ryan. I'm back, and you can't keep me down. I'm, I'm glad that... Still doing that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm glad that the contract cleared, so I'm good to go for this episode, and we'll see about that. Don't, don't cast that check right away. You probably want to give it a couple of days. Your people will talk to my people. Oh, I'm yeah, definitely, there, definitely. Yeah. We but never we'll, know what's going on. That's all backroom stuff. We don't have to talk about it right now. Yeah, that's behind the curtains right there. And I also have Nick with me. Look, if we all put our hands in the center of the table and say it together, Captain Tangent, this episode will be five hours long. <laughs> so you got Captain Tangent and Garbage Boy. I like oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been yeah. playing with that on Twitter well, a little bit need... more. So. <laughs> I know. You've been using that hashtag a lot. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I resisted the urge, but I'll start using it too. No, no. That's fine. Garbage Boy is, yeah. uh, is a good name. <laughs> if you listen to the Pizza Rolls episode, which is the Star Wars leaked news episode, yeah. that's where it kind of came from. So. The most confident thing producer Ryan ever said on this podcast was, I'm a garbage boy. I'm a garbage boy. <laughs> and I'm Tyler, and the one who eats his pizza rolls microwave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. microwave the abomination. Yeah. <laughs> there were some fans that commented that they like to microwave their pizza rolls. And, and they're so wrong. Yeah. And they're all incorrect. That is whoa, whoa, whoa. Absolutely. Calm down there. <laughs> all of their opinions are now null. Never never go nuclear. Just don't do it. So, right. But we need an alter ego for you, Tyler. I'm talking flick. That's my alter uh, ego. <laughs> is it Captain Sparklefingers? I like oh, Captain Sparklefingers. I like that, yeah. actually. I actually really do like that. He's Captain Sparkle Fingers. <laughs> Is that a spoiler? That's not really a no, spoiler. No, it's not a spoiler so, at yeah. all. <laughs> so, as always, we'll kind of start off with movie news. Um, big one I've got here is we got the Joker trailer. Did you guys see it? I saw it yesterday. We all saw it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. I, a couple I, days ago. I watched it right before this episode. Oh, what did you, what did you think? You saw it more fresh, so. Personally? Yeah, personally. I do... See, the Joker, now you're going to try to make me have feelings for the Joker. When <laughs> when I grew up with him in the comic books, he was he was the epitome of evil. He didn't have a reason to why he was mm-hmm. insane. He was just causing havoc because he wanted to do it. Now you're going to make me feel for him and he's going to go through yeah. different struggles. And it's kind of hard to justify that this crazy manic like uh, criminal is built off of, oh, he's struggling and he's going through different things and people don't like clowns. Okay. (laughs) So, I I don't know. Maybe, definitely, it should go deeper than that. But Mm -hmm. from the trailer alone, it just looked like he's just going through some hardship, which I understand. But from him to go from zero to 60 just because of some hardships... I don't know. The Joker I know is going to blow up a hospital because he wants to do it. It's all one bad day. I, I agree. My favorite Joker is the one that you don't know his backstory, the mm. one who just wants to see the world burn, Agreed. as Christopher Nolan would say. <laughs> I didn't like the trailer, and I don't know that I like Joaquin's take on it, mm-hmm. and I don't know that I love the Robert De Niro King of Comedy callback and, and this whole right. arc. Um, I like the music in it. They have that smile song. It's a Charlie oh, yeah, Chaplin yeah. song. Uh, Jimmy Durante, I think, is singing it in the trailer. It's got a cool look to it. Uh, there's some good moments when he's coming down the steps and some of that stuff. But I don't. I'm not sold on it. Um, I have mm-hmm. some hesitation with it. I will say though, he looks great. He looks like a really don't love the makeup. Don't I mean? I don't know. I think I think he does have this imposing and intimidating mm-hmm. fear factor to him, and I kind of like that. He looks scary without the makeup. Too. Yeah. yeah, he does. He <laughs> is like a weird. He looks guy. creepy without the makeup. We talked about Gladiator a week or two ago, and mm-hmm. and that was when he really got his break to die for. He had some other moments prior to that, but right. uh, he does creepy very well. But again. I'm I'm confused. There's so many Jokers. There's so many Batmans. Now I'm starting to get a little lost in the shuffle. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, who's what's your favorite Joker performance? Can we go around the room? Nineteen oh. sixties uh, Batman. You yeah, know, Caesar, Adam West. Caesar, Caesar Romero. <laughs> yeah, that's where, a good where one. they go like like that. Okay, All right, Mark, Mark Hamill in the animated series, or Jack Nicholson in eighty nine with the Tim Burton. I really like that performance. Mark Hamill, a hundred percent. Oh, yeah, he's got down. the voice. By the way, Mark down. Hamill's down. doing the voice for uh, another villain here. At oh, some point. Um, what did I just read about that? Gosh, I, I just heard about that we'll, too. We'll where get he's back to the it. Yeah, we'll, we'll look it up eventually. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's that saying from the Killing Joke? Where if you're going to have a backstory, I'd rather have it be multiple choice. And so, you yeah, know, yeah, he is it, scarier. I, like I yeah. want it to be anonymous. It's it's scarier when it it's is. anonymous. And I think we talked about it too, where everything that comes up in your head is going to be a lot better than what. Yeah, the always the voice of Chucky. Is. Mark yeah. Hamill's the, the voice of Chucky. That's what it is. That's what it was. In in the Us episode, like what you don't know, you can formulate in your own mind. Mind, and most of the time, it's going to be scarier than yeah, what they absolutely. can see. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. The unknown's a little bit scarier than the known. And, and, so. and, and the news recently broke, too, that Leto was coming back for Suicide Squad 2. Yeah. So now we have these two Jokers. Uh, to me, like it, they're they're making it a little too confusing. So do me. we have too many Jokers or not enough Jokers? Too many Just Jokers. Throw it in there. Not enough Jokers. Joker is the Jokerverse, so. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> so if you, didn't, if you don't follow either Talking Flick on Twitter or myself, he, uh, Tyler sent out a tweet to me about... About the Joker universe, and all I could think about was the Power Ranger universe when they got all the Red <laughs> Rangers and put them all together. If they can put all the Jokers together in one movie, that would be very. That's a great episode, by the way. All the Red <laughs> Rangers in one. No, That's awesome. Like a- <laughs> I agree. I was. Uh- I was like, oh, yeah, you can bring back all the Jokers, and you can even introduce, introduce sorry, I just said that all weird, and you can introduce <laughs> the uh, the White Knight Joker. I don't know if you guys kind of kept up with that a little bit. Uh, there vaguely was, familiar with it, yeah. There no, was a, there, it was white, it was Batman, White Knight, and basically it was a flip over of what if, like, Batman was the Joker. Oh, okay. And Joker, oh, right, right, Yeah, Batman was a villain, yeah, Joker was actually a good, yeah. it was kind of flip. I might be getting that wrong. I Which think has always ended, been but, a yeah. uh, correlation, so many of the iterations, yeah. so many of the stories. The, yeah, the, he's yeah. the one side, Batman's the other. They don't exist without each other. Yeah, exactly. So that's, so. And that's always a, a good arc. That and there's do. some really good comics about that, too, about how connected they are and just, mm. you know, Did, I saw I saw the Killing Joke, the animated movie, opening night, because they had a yeah, yeah pretty cool. Uh, did you like that? Did you like that um, movie? I didn't really like the scene with Barbara Gordon. And, it went uh, places Batman. I didn't want yeah, it to go. Yeah, was, right? It just kind of threw me out there. I, I like squeezed yeah. my chair a little harder. I was like, what is this? Ugh. And why is this in here? It was awkward. It was a little awkward. Did you see it, Ryan? No, I did not. Oh, it was awkward in that. But other than that, it was pretty good. So. Okay, you're talking about the, the romance between her and... Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was weird, There's man. some other, I know, comic other stuff versions was creepy, of that yeah. where Batman and Barbara Gordon do kind of... They see get it each on. other. Yeah, yeah, they get it yeah, on. Get yeah. it it's, yep. I think it's weird in every sense. And so. <laughs> every time, creepy. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think about Bruce Wayne's love life. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, there was that issue. Uh, I think it was last year when they they showed his they showed his dick. In oh, really? It. You remember what? that? No, no, you don't remember that? No. no. Oh, oh, no, I yeah, do remember showed, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. showed it was uh, Batman That's Damned. That's yeah, what it was. Batman go. Damned, and they what showed. The yeah, heck? they showed his dick. <laughs> and it was like, like a, a little do- cowl. Like Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> I, I didn't look it up. I was like, Doctor Doctor Manhattan from what's that? The Watchmen. Yeah, they did it that style. Yeah, pretty good. Man, that was like so in your face too. If you remember that from Watchmen? Yeah, it's just right there. 
there. Let's move on. And I watched the 3D version. Let's move it on. What what other movie news do we have? (laughs) As George R. R. Martin wrote it. And so. (laughs) uh, Oh, yeah. So let's move on from Joker and and penis talk. Uh, So uh, Tobey Maguire says he's opening to doing another superhero movie. I saw this. Yeah. Mm. What do you guys think he could be good in? Marvel, DC. Spider-Man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. After after seeing uh, Michael uh, Sarah play him in that poker movie that uh, Aaron Sorkin wrote, Molly's Game, where he is the biggest dick in Hollywood and the biggest dick ever. I don't know that he should get more work. He hasn't worked in a while. I liked him as Spider-Man. He's probably my favorite Peter Parker. Mm -hmm. But- Agreed. Uh, he hasn't done anything in a while, and I can't think of a spot that he fits in. He's got that Spider-Man money. He doesn't have to do anything. Mm. Yeah. Villain, if anything, a villain. That's what I want to see him as. You know what? Mysteria? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, know. I think Jake Gyllenhaal looks weird as uh, I, I, uh, a little bit weird to me. I think of him more like a mastermind kind of character. Right. Not so Brainiac. much as uh, Could he be Brainiac? Uh, he's just floating it? around in a, uh, in a chair. Pushing it? Right. I don't know, man. He's kind of Krang looking. Uh, Someone really... draw some concept art. What about the Riddler? Yeah. yeah, actually, you know yeah. what I mean. He's lengthy yeah. enough and everything. That's why yeah, and it's host. all about Sparky. mental game. It's not really about physical. Yeah, like, he was pretty buff as Spider Man, but he still there. seemed kind of off. Right. I, he was a great Peter Parker. I oh liked yeah, his great Peter Parker. Peter Parker. Yes. Yep. He was. Um, I don't. Have you, you remember Pleasantville? Yes. I love that movie. There, yes. there is movie. a scene. The, Underrated film. Uh, Pleasantville and the first Spider-Man, there is a scene that is like shot for shot from Pleasantville that's in Spider-Man that right? when he's talking to Mary Jane, but from afar. Watch both movies. You'll see what I'm talking about. Really? Yeah. It's, I swear, he, shot for shot. And his, so. <laughs> his filmography is great. Uh, Wonder Boys is a great movie if you mm. haven't seen it. Uh-huh. Cider House Rules is a great movie if you haven't seen it. He's got some good bo- uh, Obviously, Seabiscuit was a great movie. I thought yeah, it was really yeah, good. Yeah. I rated that one pretty high. And, but we'll see. Only time will tell what happens to Tobey If he comes Maguire, back, I want so. to be a villain. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah no, I, I would agree with that, actually. Mm-hmm. I think he doesn't have to have the spotlight just like in Spider-Man. If he would just show it up, I would be pretty happy with that. And they can give him a couple million dollars or yeah. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Some chump change for actors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. He's got all that poker money. <laughs> now, what did you guys have for movie news? Well, Idris Elba, we talked about it a couple weeks ago or whatever, where um, he was going to be replacing Will Smith as Deadshot. Right. They pulled the reins back on that. So maybe opening the door for Will Smith to come back. Uh, but Idris is going to play a different character. They mm-hmm. haven't said who yet. Would we want him to come back, Will Smith as Deadshot? I don't know. I mean, uh, know honestly, just... with his performance and how they made Deadshot, I really don't care who plays him. I just They could course correct, <laughs> and there I might mean, be room for him to come back. That I movie mean, in general. just As we're going to get to in this uh-huh. movie, DC's got so many changes going on right now, some consistency might do him some good. Yeah. So maybe they course correct with Suicide Squad 2. Maybe there's room for Deadshot to come or back. Or they lean it. into it, and in every movie, they switch out characters. That would be nice. <laughs> that, it's possible. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind that, because Margot Robbie, you know, keep her as Holly Quinn, but have her do some other... She's already doing other things, like the Birds of Prey stuff. So or I mean, if, right. they, if they go into parallel universes and um, start sure. having different people play those same characters like in Joker with Jared Leto and Joaquin Phoenix mm-hmm. that would be very interesting in my personal opinion but knowing the film industry and 
money. Yeah, money, 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 money. They probably won't do There's, that. There has been a lot <laughs> of ideas with DC, like especially with the whole Zack Snyder thing, that have just been completely scrapped and shelved. Like if you watch Batman versus Superman, you know mm, what I mean? Yeah. You know, there's just a lot of things that were ideas that he was going to do that have just been completely scrapped. And I he, think he's he coming had out a master now, plan, and, and they basically scrapped it. Yeah. So when you see Justice League, you're like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but with Batman versus Superman, which I didn't really like, I wasn't in, in love with it. As time gets further just, away from it, I've I've grown to like I, it more. But mm-hmm. you know. I need to watch it's it again. Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. Is that what that is? Okay. And producer Martha Ryan, have Syndrome. you seen Dawn of Justice, Batman v Superman? No, I have not. <laughs> oh, man. So there's a three-hour pod I, waiting to happen. Oh, God. <laughs> well, first of all, that Superman is not my Superman. <laughs> well, well, Ryan, elaborate. <laughs> yeah, elaborate on that, Ryan. <laughs> Who is your Superman? My Superman is the Boy Scout fights for what truth, is right justice, and what is Justice, the truth. American way? Yeah, it's Captain America, isn't it? <laughs> isn't that what they try to do in uh, Justice League where he says a little bit of justice or whatever? Like, he gets there. No, it, That's it, what they tried to course correct. Joss so, Whedon tried to get him there. Try. We'll definitely go into this in this movie, but I feel that the DC cinematic universe, they're all about making it gritty and grounded. And you're against and, that. And I'm not necessarily against it, but when it's true to form for the character and for comic book readers and people that have grown up with these characters, they want to change it to kind of bring in a new audience, but it slaps the already fans in the face. This is a weird thing because, and we'll get into it, I have one more piece of movie news I want to talk about with you guys, but... Um, DC, they they made this Zack Snyder gritty kind of dark universe, mm-hmm. and then they got horror directors to go the other way. Do, do we find that to be odd? Aquaman's like bright and colorful I mean, and funny, and this is another horror director doing Shazam. It's funny. It's, it's and got a lot of. It jokes. allows them to step it's out of weird, right? It's just like what Ryan was saying before with those characters and bringing them true to form. I mean. I don't think we've ever really seen too much of a Superman who wasn't sure if he wanted to be Superman or a Batman who does kill people you know, all the time. But I think Smallville can't covered kill some the of that Joker ground. for whatever reason. And so, <laughs> yeah, but just... I think with Smallville, they kind of they still did it in a way that was he was wrestling with how he was raised in terms of this is a responsibility to him that he can do this and he he can stop injustices. So that's what he's going to work towards. Do, what do we feel about? Man of Steel. You're I know we got to move it, on, Nick? but what's you're, that? You're not going to sing it. <laughs> Somebody sing it, save me! <laughs> <laughs> I, I sing on every episode. Gonna, That's like a thing now. Like, waiting for there's you. no win there. situations. There's the tangent. There's me singing. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to try to break some of these. No, no. I but Man of Steel, dude. What are we? What are, what are your thoughts on Man of Steel, Tyler? Just briefly. Just okay. Just okay. Just okay. okay. I, didn't, I hated the ending. Just the ending okay. really freaked me out. What the next snap? <laughs> the next nap, yeah, and then the screaming up into like the cathedral. Uh, but you know, some of it I like, some of it I enjoyed. So I don't know. I think there's good and bad with all these Schneider and, and give this me DC Nick Cage. That's what I say. So. <laughs> We're gonna, I'm gonna ask the question. What, at, by yeah, the end he of this, can talk about bees. Episode, he can go crazy. <laughs> yeah. He can take a bunch oh, of drugs. <laughs> We're gonna cover some ground. I want to know what your guys' <laughs> favorite DC means. movie is at the end of this episode. We'll get okay, there. Okay, yeah. But let's sure, talk about sure. the one piece of movie news I wanted to squeeze into this episode was the Terminator. What is yes. it called? Dark I wanted Dark. Dark, uh, I have it right <laughs> here. Like a, got like a Cinemax. I can't remember what the name of the movie is. Dark Fate. Dark that Fate. Is a franchise. Okay, there you go. That Terminator Dark Fate. <laughs> okay, we did mention this was one of the things, right? A week ago or a couple weeks ago, yes, we yes. talked about franchises that should end. But I said Nick, Bond. Tell him but... the doozy. Tell him the doozy about this movie. All right, tell <laughs> me the doozy. Okay, well, the doozy is that we've got Schwarzenegger and we brought back Linda Hamilton. Oh. And the big piece here is that take away all the crappy Terminator stuff you saw. This only The only thing that's canon is Terminator 1 and 2. Okay. That's all right. it. 
and then they move forward. Yeah. So then basically you know, all the other movies. Forget the rest of the stuff. God. Forget Christian Bale. canonical anyway. Forget uh, Genesis. Forget Terminator 3 with uh, uh, Claire Danes. You know, forget all that. Actually, that Those one was Those movies okay. are like the X-Men movies where each of them work in their own little separate universe. Because mm. you could do that with time stuff. You know, it's just, oh, it's a sure. difference from yeah, an yeah, This yeah. is why it's a different John Connor. Um, <laughs> are we going to see John Connor in this movie, I wonder? Mm. I don't know. They're probably going to spoil or... something in the trailer. They always do that always for the Terminator that, movies. Yeah. They always spoil now, I will say this. The set, so. the set picture, there's no trailer yet. The set pictures came out and a little bit of information came out. Shit, the set pictures look all right. Linda yeah, Hamilton and, looks uh, badass. Schwarzenegger, so Schwarzenegger looks He looks, he looks pretty good. Right, Mackenzie Davis up. is over there. But she the looks thing, pretty good. The thing that I have to say is I hate when movie studios do this because they pander to the audiences that hated the previous movies and they're like, all right, you know what? We're going to take all that out and we're going to make this one canonical to give hope to the fans is, and I is, hate that is there an example of where they just disregard and like retcon uh, a series and it worked What's days a, of future past but then it yeah, ruined it that's again probably one of them, right? so <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was an example where I was like oh shit they did a good job with this uh, yeah. by retconning X-Men like that do you guys ever hear that fan theory about uh, the Terminator kind of franchise what's what? the fan theory so the fan theory is that John Connor's father isn't Kyle Reese because I guess Michael the, Bean, come on, it's gotta like, be. So I guess in the first term, I would have to watch the first Terminator again. It's been a but while. In the first Terminator, apparently, um, Sarah Connor she got stood up for a date from someone that she had went out with the night before, and oh. I guess that's why she was at home or something. And apparently, the theory is that she had a one night stand with that person, and then that's that real. That that's the real like John Connor's father. Reddit, Reddit nonsense. People yeah. are too much free time. <laughs> <And so, laughs> don't get me on a tangent. Come on. Hey, and that's why the whole Kyle Reese and you know the the loop it doesn't work. Nick, no matter Nick, what they not do. Not to throw shade, but I'm pretty certain that the same person that came up with that theory were the same people that rated and reviewed us <laughs> as <Yeah>. a 95. <laughs> percent Listen, if you want a trusted critic, you go to tsames.blogspot.com. Or you just continue <laughs> listening to this podcast. Yeah, you listen to us. Yeah. Do both. Do <laughs> both. Yeah, do yeah. both. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys have anything else for movie news you want to throw in there? Uh, uh, let me ask. Can in. I ask one more question? Okay. One more yeah, question. Because yeah, yeah. it wouldn't be me if I didn't. Um, now, a couple weeks removed, how do you feel about us? Has it gotten better or worse? I stand by my, my I rating. Mean, I stand by mine. I would still stand by it. I feel like I would want to watch it again more for... I don't know. Jordan it's Peele just, had some comments where he likes that it's vague and doesn't really want to explain a whole lot. He wants the people to decide. But it did explain. And by he, having him say that, it makes me like it even less, actually. Yeah, yeah. So. But, but it wasn't even the things that it was vague. It was confusing. I yeah. agree. I, so, the critics that I liked were on my side or our side with this. Um, but uh, obviously, a lot of critics gave it a lot of leeway. So. Yeah. I mean... It made money. Rules so. of the universe, just we don't ask me to turn my brain off for certain parts of the movie and then keep it on for the other parts. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. It, it, talk, did, it didn't talk. get any better. Yeah, no, right. get That's any what better. I thought. I just wanted to make sure. Let's, I do let's, want to watch it again, but yeah. Eventually, I'll see it again also. Yeah. yeah. Let's eventually. do some Captain Marvel. Let's okay. do it. Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, no, you're same not wrong. Same person, right? You're yeah. the same person. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong on that. And so I think with Captain Marvel, he was originally a different person part of a property for another comic book and I think DC yeah. actually acquired him. What year was this? Oh, God. What year did it get straightened out? Because it wasn't long that time long. time ago. Was it that long ago? I mean, like 90s? He's, he's a Superman-like character. Yes, Would you say yes. like, you know, he's very Superman-like. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, he's yeah. Superman. More Boy Scout than Superman. Yeah, this is a really good Superman movie that's not a Superman. Yeah, you know, I uh, wish and this was the Superman <laughs> movie. <laughs> <talk about> that <laughs> part. <laughs> this is my Superman. So, uh, oh, real quick guys, so with it, uh, 
we'll do the mashup as always. We'll go non-spoiler than spoilers, but keep in mind if you haven't seen this movie, you know, go check it out and everything because sometimes things get go leaked into the non-spoiler section. But before we get in all into that, Ryan, what was your reaction to the movie? Christmas came early in yeah. April. Wow. <laughs> I praise for producer Ryan. <laughs> this is a very Christmas movie. Yeah. yeah. It does have a Christmas vibe. It should have came out a little later in the year. Get him, Batman. <laughs> I honestly think that I, after I watched this, DC is just trying to get the monopoly on Christmas movies. They got Batman Forever. Now they have this one. It's one of those movies Batman that... Batman Returns. Oh, yeah. Batman Returns. Oh, yeah. That's the right. Batman Returns. I like yeah. that one. That one doesn't get enough uh, love. I like Batman Returns. They want to feed into the subconscious of society and say, oh, it's not a Christmas movie, but it is a Christmas movie. They want the controversy. Is it or is it not? Right. And they want people to make it a tradition of watching it each year. Uh, I will say, like, there's there's a lot of, like, scenes with snow on the ground and then scenes with not snow on the ground. But having gone to Philadelphia many times in my life, that's about right. (laughs) The weather is pretty, like, all over the place. Well, they had Santa Claus literally five or six yeah. times throughout the yeah. movie. They really stuck him in there. Yeah, Maybe a couple scenes too. So yeah, it's definitely a Christmas movie, oh, yeah. and I'll probably watch right. it each year. I'm not going to get involved with that argument. So, for those of you who don't know, Shazam is the story of a boy who gets the powers of gods, or I guess five Greek gods. Billy Was Bats. it Achilles? Uh, it's, yeah. yeah. Achilles, Achilles is Achilles, in there. He's Athena a demigod, is in there. Zeus yeah, is yeah, in there. No, he's not, he's he's not a, a regular guy. He's a regular guy. Yeah, yeah. dipped into the The powers of a regular god. Well, yeah. there's a, there's a lot of things that are canon. I, uh-huh. I, I don't know exactly. This is New Fifty Two Shazam. So there's a, there's a bunch of different versions of the origin. All right, where Power of God. Right. Power of God. Power of God. Story of Achilles. At least five. At least five for sure. So uh, yeah, Billy Batson. We didn't look it up. Yeah, Billy Batson. He gets the powers of these Greek gods from Shazam, the Wizard. Yeah, yes, the Wizard Shazam. There you go. So I mean. That's the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I do like that all the answers that you need to know to any question, it's magic. It's magic. Yeah, and you guys, are the ma- you guys are the magic, magic fans. I didn't, I didn't love that. That felt like a cop-out to some of the stuff that I wanted to be explained. But let's talk about the very beginning, how they set up the bad guy. Um, because they open with that scene. It's kind of a dark scene for the, mm-hmm. the, mo- the, the majority of this movie. The tone is very fun. Doctor and I give it a lot Thaddeus. of credit. Dr. Yeah, so Thaddeus, Thaddeus Savina yeah. or whatever, Savina or whatever his name mm-hmm. is. So there's the car accident with the father and then his Spoiler. meeting of the wizard. And <laughs> well, that's that right stuff. in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, there's no real, it's, it's the very beginning of the movie. So all that stuff is kind of dark. Yeah. Um, and then I was thinking like, well, I heard this movie was a lot of fun. And the first 10 minutes or so, it's not that much fun. I'm fine with it being that dark because of what it leads into later on in that first act sure. as far as... But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hit it because I thought that for DC has the good bad guys. Mm-hmm. This was a crappy bad guy. Really, yeah. I didn't love it. Honestly, I thought it was a good setup for a, a very threatening First bad of all, guy. We know that Mark Strong was already Sinestro from the crappy Green Lantern movie. Oh yeah, he's the same guy, same actor. So can we? We have to recycle the same guys over and over again. Uh, well, that was annoying. He still got his contract. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we already discount. We already one. Talk- not talking flick. We don't have. Month, they don't have uh, month to count, month. We already <laughs> talked about moving characters around. And uh, even casting that like aside, that. I didn't love his origin. I didn't love the acting that he did. I didn't love his outfit either. He had that weird really, wow, man. That was a dope a outfet. Of, Honestly, a lot of the bad guy stuff. How I dare like. you? I thought, I thought he was great. I thought right. he was a good. I, I might be Captain Tangent. Might throw cold water on this one a little bit. No, 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 right. no. But you, I, I, I will say, I'll, I'll give you credit that. 
you're not wrong in in having your opinion like there were some weird things and i could tell that from the horror background of this director it kind of seeped into this fun family friendly movie mm. this like, is david sandberg of like um what did he do he did lights out that yeah. was a pretty decent oh, movie. he did, okay. he did annabelle, creation. annabelle creation yeah he's got a clear mm. vision you can see some of the pov stuff that they i, I saw it early in the movie and then they kind of got away from it and i was like oh let's do some more of that because those are fun cuts but mm. i do think that that background those little hints made the villain more threatening you know mm. because yeah. he was this dominantly evil character going His against plan a was pretty year old boy no i <laughs> think when it comes down to it he's just a, a guy with daddy issues and he seems a little old by the way the, the father doesn't age that much but then mark strong ages quite a bit oh, yeah, i felt like yeah. there was they could have done a little better makeup job there he has money <laughs> Those yeah arms go I, I want to throw it out there just uh, because people i wouldn't be me if i didn't do it this is a hundred billion dollar budget mm, so uh-huh. we did hit uh dc for over budgeting these movies they kept this one pretty light yeah. So it's projecting for what, about 50, 55 million this weekend. Mm. It's going to make its money back right away. It may not be like the billion dollar that Captain Marvel, yeah. the, the Marvel movie made, but it'll probably get to five or 600 yeah. worldwide, something like that. Either way, this is a good step in the right direction. I would sure. feel for, so definitely this, a tone yeah, shift. for the DC. Oh, yeah. We absolutely. talked about it just briefly before we started uh, recording. This is weird that Zack Schneider made this dark DC universe. But then to to retcon it, to change directions and make it lighter, they brought a bunch of horror directors like James Wan mm-hmm. and David Sandberg in. <laughs> it's kind of a weird turn for uh, DC. I mean, I think it's a right turn just because a lot of that Zack Snyder stuff, It from watching Batman vs. I know you haven't seen it, Ryan, but he got free reign and free liberty yeah, to do that yeah. whole entire movie. <laughs> Watch and Man of only, Watch the last know, five minutes of that. <laughs> yeah, it's just... He had free reign. He had it's no amazing production. They let him get away with that stuff. <laughs> he, had, he had free reign, no production. You know, going in his way with making Batman versus Superman, and he decided to do The Dark Knight Returns. He decided to do Superman Doomsday. He decided to do about three or four different <laughs> major comic in. lines. He yeah, yeah. In the one and said, movie. Let's do this. Yeah, man. And it's just like, oh, cool. Maybe one day we'll get Dark Knight Returns. Oh no, that's very scrapped. Oh, maybe we'll get Superman. You know, Doomsday. Nope, it's been done in three <laughs> minutes. You know, over and yeah, Batman which is Superman, trash. So. Yeah, but I, mean, I I think that the direction, if this is the turning point for the DC movies, I think it's a good start. They don't. I hope that they don't stick to the for, or or copy the formula that Marvel has been putting out. That they have to inject all these jokes and make it lighthearted mm-hmm. and family friendly. So, but two, I, two end credit scenes, they are kind of starting to steal that that basic uh, outline. Yeah, yeah, but movies like you can't copyright that. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I'm just saying that I want them to be true to form to the character mm-hmm. and respect the property. And that's one thing that I really liked about this movie, Shazam. It's a 14-year-old boy. He likes to have fun, and it's a fun movie. Very the a lot best, of humor. When it's a buddy movie like Big Meet Superman, it's when mm-hmm. it's at its best. And But the fringes, it starts to lose it a little bit mm-hmm. here and there. Yeah, Let me ask you this. You guys are the comic experts. Uh, who has the better characters, DC or Marvel? Just from the com- – forget the movies. Oh, man. Oh, I like all the characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like all the characters. You but you're, you you're bringing go... up a, a very controversial yeah. statement well, right no, now. That's that's why better, better, Marvel or <laughs> DC? Listen, that's a I big, like all the characters. This is what we do on yeah. Talking Flick. <laughs> I throw the gauntlet down. Well, you I, can't have just a single bias that, oh, I only like Okay, DC. well, let me say then this. That makes is, you close Is it controversial for me to say that DC has the better villains? 
Uh, uh, I would good... say they have the more iconic villains. Yeah, that's true. I they would do have very big iconic villains. Their, and... their backstories are better. Yeah. They're certainly more well-known overall. Well, they're undoing that. So. It... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just focus on the comics. Forget Hollywood. <laughs> In the comic book world, before I got into comics, I thought that Marvel was darker, but actually DC has some very dark oh, yeah, timelines yeah. and some very DC characters. also gave more leash earlier than Marvel to do these graphic mm-hmm. novels and these side stories, get some famous writers in to do some of these more controversial, like The Killing Joke and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so, so with iconic villains and stuff, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, because yeah, and it's weird for me because it's a DC movie that has a crappy villain in my in my estimation. I mean, they I wasted opportunity with, with the tone of this movie. This is very kids action hero. So yeah. I mean, so it's, it's, very, it's very kids action hero. So I'm fine with them being a I won't call it super generic, but I'll say somewhat generic villain right there. Mm. Um, you know, his outfit is pretty cool. I like the overcoat. But anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah with a little bit of fur. <laughs> yeah, a little, fur. Zachary yeah. Levi, a little stocky, right? Yeah. A little stocky but, in that outfit. But I think it's intended for a little tongue in cheek. Even with like the post credit scenes, I'm fine with it being like in that funny route. And just because sure. I still think it works in the tone of the movie. Yeah, of, this yeah. is a kid's action I, I remember hero movie. Who, you know, this is kids, you know. Who like saw Justice superhero. League? Do you see Justice League? Yeah, I saw Justice League. Did yeah. you stay for the end credit scene? Yeah, I so, don't remember what So they were. after <laughs> they mishmash the tone of that with Joss Whedon and all the controversies around there, then you have that end credit scene with Deathstroke it's you know a spoiler years time we have a league of our own right (laughs) it was but it was like didn't match the rest of the movie it was totally weird and off the wall at least here the end credit scenes are true to the rest of the film Nick when you saw that post credit scene I know you haven't seen it uh, with Justice (laughs) actually I thought Joe Mangello or whatever from True Blood I thought he looked pretty good oh he looked he looked good you got uh I was sort of okay with it I always call him Joe DiGiorno Pizza (laughs) Joe DiGiorno (laughs) Pizza yeah he looks good he's got a great like gray in the beard look to him I like that so five minutes we got from for all the audience members out there we will not we will not spoil Shazam for you but we will trust me you don't want to go back and watch Nick. it <laughs> oh wait, Nick what I want to ask you is when they said uh, when you had who plays uh, Lex Luthor what's his name it's, uh, Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg, Eisenberg. from yeah, the Jesse social Eisenberg. network which if, someday I'll get these guys to cover <laughs> which I think is a great actor maybe <laughs> great not as great is a stretch great is a stretch uh, he does uh, one thing really well he's got a, a twitchy Woody Allen thing going for him but I do like him. Yeah. He is good. I like him. I don't think that he did a great Lex Luthor. But you wanted Brian Cranston. That but was if the you put close... him as another DC villain, I think that would have worked. Riddler, he would have been Brainiac. <laughs> he would have been a great Riddler. Yeah, Riddler's no. maybe Riddler. Riddler. A lot of people could be when, Riddler. Uh, <laughs> Jim Carrey. By the way, here's a here's a little tangent. The father in Shazam, the father of Thaddeus. Uh, the bad guy, Mark mm-hmm. Strong's character. He is the voice of Riddler in Batman the Animated Series. He also plays uh, he plays another villain. Uh, he played Lex Luthor's father in Smallville. Oh, oh that's okay. right. So he's got a lot of DC connections. This okay. movie actually has a ton of DC connections. Yeah. It's like little Easter egg and these people that they've used multiple times in different roles when you cover TV, movies, etc., animated. Uh, so that was interesting to see him mm-hmm. there. Now, so, real quick. To finish my thought, when you saw Jesse Eisenberg say, it's time for us to have a League of Our Own, did you think of that Tom Hanks movie, A League of Their Own? <laughs> That's exactly what I thought of. Yeah, and then Rosie O'Donnell came out. I was thinking, I should have just watched that movie again and not gone to see Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> so... What I was going to say is that I do like the true to form that they're sticking to the character and they're respecting the property. The sheer fact that they had him in the iconic suit, they didn't make any changes to it from the comic book. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I enjoyed that so much. And they even made a joke about it. Yeah, I was going to say, guy. it's a little meta because they yeah. talk about it a little bit in yeah. the movie also. And, <laughs> and I, I thought that was great. It was very... Like I didn't get to pick the suit and he has... I mean, yeah. I didn't like yeah. the suit, but I get that <laughs> they're respecting the original property. Yeah, no, and... So, I, I think them. it's it's 
like not smart, but thank you, thank you, DC, for respecting my intelligence. We, <laughs> we don't let me forget when we get to spoilers, which I, we won't do for Shazam. Uh, when we get down there, I will talk to you about why it's weird when they bring other characters into the mix. <laughs> now, I really like this movie. The one thing I wish it had a little bit more of was just a little bit more action. I don't know if you guys mm. kind of felt yeah, that same way. I agree. Still, still I agree. not spoilers, yeah, yeah. but I didn't expect I a lot going a in more. because I knew they were going for that big meet Superman yeah. vibe. Um, but the action that we got was pretty. Eh. Yeah, yeah, it the was best fine, action was but... the stuff where he's testing his powers. But I think not necessarily the good good guy versus bad and guy. Right. Stuff. It's the the moments when they were doing it on video and stuff. Yeah. When he was doing... There was, like a Cloverfield kind of... Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, some of that. I vibe. like that feel. There, I, I like the idea of two kids figuring out one of them is a superhero, and they, get, they both get super excited and trying to figure out what they can do. What I didn't like was him becoming this, like, trashy panhandler shooting lightning out of oh, his hands. Yeah. And, I kind of liked it. I really... Well, he's a, he's a 14-year-old he was that like, gets the power. Of a god, and so no. Well, it goes back to the idea that this guy doesn't know anything about superheroes. He hasn't heard. Like he's one. He has been focusing on finding his mother his whole life. Yeah, very one dimensional. Yeah. So I don't know. I buy buy that. Yeah. He's not on the internet and stuff because he cares about one thing: finding his mom. But and by the way, credit for this movie for getting into uh, some of the hard stuff with foster kids. Mm-hmm. They touch on some some intense stuff in this. Yeah, movie. yeah, that's true. Yeah. And they keep it light. They keep it light enough, but I mean the the, the topics are serious. Yeah, no, I, I'm not I'm not making I'm not reducing it. But I, I a lot of movies wouldn't they, go where the where this movie went. The I way they introduced it was very palatable. It wasn't pandering, or it wasn't like trying to throw it in the face of the sure. audience. And it the resolution was. was Honest, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it sucks. It, it sucks. It, it yeah. sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but we're going a we'll little bit into yeah. spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Let what me say, say this: right, A- Asher, Asher, Angel, Jack, Dylan, uh, Grazier. That's Billy ba- uh, Billy Batson and uh, Freddie Freeman. Uh-huh. Uh, those are great kid actors. Great performances. One of them's from It. That's the uh, Freddie Freeman guy. Yeah. The other guy's from like some Disney stuff. We haven't seen a lot of the Billy Batson guy. Angel. I don't Asher. remember what else he's from, but yeah, I know the one kid Angel. is. From, yeah, he's from It. You so. got those. You got to nail that casting, and they did a good job here with those two. Those two roles. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, you ready to move into spoilers? We're already going to spoilers. Yeah, we dipped our toes a little <laughs> bit right. into it, Let's so do it. might as well. Um, God, I loved it when I saw the Shazam kids. Oh, oh right to it, that. We're that gonna go is, right to Adam Brody. That is, his comeback begins today. Oh man, that was so good. Like, cause some I good knew, actors. Oh. I wrote it down. Listen, Michelle Borth. We've seen her before. Before she's been in Hawaii Five O. She was in Tell Me You Love Me, a good HBO show. Uh, Adam Brody, the OC, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, DJ, what's his name? Katrana or whatever from GI Joe. He played Flint. And then, um, uh, what's her name? Megan Good is uh, the Darla Shazam character. Uh, so they got some good actors to show up late in the movie for that little uh, ten minute sequence. Oh, yeah, and I agree. I agree. Uh, I thought they all looked cheesy. We're, we're and I was right surprised that it. they went there, but geez, I, I found out that this big twist was ruined by the toy manufacturer company. Oh, really? Oh, is that right? I didn't know yeah. about it. I, I didn't know what was going that. here. I think it was Mattel or Hasbro, whoever's making the action figures mm-hmm. for Shazam, they released images of action figures okay. that oh, they could buy and they had all the Shazam bastards. kids. Recently, yeah, I was in a wow. grocery store or something. I saw some of the Avengers Endgame toys right. also and some spoilers there also. Yeah. Uh, they should hold back on that stuff. Apparently, the toys have been spoiling a lot of stuff yeah. lately. Yeah, man. So. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But I, I completely forgot forgot about it i should have known and uh-huh. and and when it did happen i was like 
Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't know about it, and I was surprised they went there. Was it, this movie does about two, three turns that I was like, oh, I'm surprised they're going uh-huh. here, and that was definitely the big one. Yeah, so. got. I didn't. I knew when I first saw them, I was like, oh, I wonder if they'll do like the Shazam kids because there are different versions where he's so able to early get too. Power. The first yeah. movie out the gate. I'm fine with the whole it, family. To be honest. Like, <laughs> oh man, it's just when it actually happened, I was like, man, the Shazam kids. I lost my shit, and so, <laughs> <laughs> so you were all I, I was I was so excited. I loved it. I was like, oh, man, what a great way to introduce all these characters. Can I throw this out there and and see what you guys think? I don't think that this movie should have been two hours and 30 minutes. Okay, I'm going to go the other way because I think if you're going to bring the Shazam kids in, Faith Herman was the girl who played Darla Dudley. She got some good screen time. The Mm -hmm. other ones didn't. Uh, the rest of the family didn't get enough time to really develop a little bit, but not as much as I wanted. You get a little time with the older um, college lady there, Grace Fulton, Mary mm-hmm. Bromfield, Mary Shazam. By the way, she's got to be like 20 or something in this movie. And then they bring out Michelle Borth to play her Shazam character. Couldn't they have just put her in the costume? They'd, they have to use two different no, actors No, it's got to be your full potential person. Yeah. a totally different person. Not human. you, but yeah. a totally different okay, Yeah, yeah the perfect right. version I don't know the of rules yourself. of the Shazam wizard, yeah. but, you know, maybe I think I'll, it's Because I know Billy Bass. And in the comics, his 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 older version of himself is based off his dad. Mm. Oh, That's that all right? I know. Yeah, but I guess the rules, you know, get a little. Yeah. They get a this little. Movie, they get a little. Yeah. So, but okay. well, I think that there was a lot of unnecessary things in there, and just building up with no real big payoff. It was just hanging on that there were fourteen, and I kind of mm. didn't like that. They could have skipped over it and made it shorter, condensed it a little, and I think it would have been a better movie. The the best parts of this movie are the Billy and Freddie hanging out together. Whether it's Shazam, Zachary Levi from Chuck, or it's the uh, uh, Asher Angel uh, character. Yeah. That's the best stuff, just like Big. And when they get some conflict in there where, like, Freddy wishes he had the powers and he thinks Billy's not worthy and some yeah, of that. Yeah. All that's the best stuff of the movie. Oh, yeah, it's good. So any, we should have probably focused in on that and maybe not spend as much time with the other family. Or we should have cut out some of the bad guy nonsense because he was a terrible character anyway and give us more <laughs> of the family. You know, because even the parents, I thought they did a nice job of oh, the, yeah, the foster parents home, did a good job. Yeah, yeah, that whole process. They're, so. They beat the head of the audience with this family theme and mm-hmm. I thought I, I would have figured that they would put more scenes of the family knowing to, what the ending is yeah. you would think that they yeah. would have hammered it a little bit more but I, I, I still disagree with you I still think that the villain was, was a good villain some of the stuff wasn't very necessary they could have shortened that beginning like uh, yeah, origin it's a good scene ten minute stuff. Segment. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a yeah. yeah it was pretty. I, what do we think about the CGI monsters? Terrible. So, Terrible. so the, the bad generic, guy, yeah. generic CGI so monsters. We'll explain yeah. it to the audience now that we're in spoilers. Shazam gets the power from the wizard. He is mm-hmm. deemed worthy and gets the powers of the wizard. The juxtaposition are the seven deadly sin monsters who you have to resist that to ch- prove that you're worthy. Mark Strong's character essentially gets that power yeah. well, later in life. In this movie, technically, he was not deemed worthy. It was just there was, was no the one else. Choice. Yeah. 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 And I thought Which that, I liked, actually. I liked that it kind of went that way. Yeah, yeah. And the it kind of, of it builds up because there's some terrible moments when he is the Shazam character. Sure. And probably, the Gentleman's Club. Yeah. I like those scenes. It was a great scene. Oh, no. no I'm talking about other things. What uh, would you do? I'd <laughs> Buy beer and I'd go to a strip club. No, no, no. But I'm talking about there's there's scenes that I really didn't like when he's like I and I understand he's 14, but there's just things about 
his character the, that I didn't enjoy. The, mm-hmm. the, but there's but it goes both ways because when he asks them, "Are you worthy?" He's like, "I'm not sure anybody's worthy, and I don't think I'm worthy." And that's part of being worthy in a weird way. <laughs> so there's a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah, uh, and. Uh, the like wizard Star Lord would Star Lord be worthy? It's a bit of both. But the <laughs> with the wizard, he he does a bigger spiel for Billy Bats, and what he even calls of, him uh... by name. Like he doesn't <laughs> yeah. call any by of the, the way, other characters by name, but he <laughs> says like Billy Batson as if he knows him personally. <laughs> Z- Zachary Levi, this is bother you guys. It's starting to bother me, maybe just because I'm the critic guy or whatever. But Zachary Levi was in Thor Ragnarok and uh, Thor the Dark yeah, World. Yeah, he was part of the okay, Warriors so was, Three. Uh, <laughs> uh, did, what's his name? Uh, Damon Hinsu or whatever, who plays the wizard shazam yeah he's in captain marvel he's in the thor he's movies galaxy. like we got a lot of cross uh, comics actors going back and <laughs> I forth mean, it's it's to get confusing, yeah. right? I, well uh, to be honest i don't it doesn't really bother yeah, me it doesn't, it, matter. it doesn't bother like, like, cause, right, cause, 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 I mean, it doesn't bother you if doesn't you bother. if you ask the regular person oh you remember zachary levi and warriors 3 they'll look at you and be like what's the warriors 3 yeah <laughs> that's literally point, what yeah. they'll say yeah and so and it's like <laughs> if the you make up in those thor movies for him aren't that great if you make that argument then you can be like in in this movie, he's this character, and that it, it's, it doesn't yeah. go in line okay, with Okay, what about how the wizard looked? I thought he looked pretty cheap. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> Did it it's just you? fine. Right. I mean, he's yeah. only in there for a short amount of time, yeah. and that's right. really about it. He, he, he <laughs> looked so. like trash, but how about voice this, was the good. Yeah, what what is that good. place that they go to where they do... where The, the lair? The lair. Yeah, yeah the I lair. saw the lair. I thought that set piece didn't look too good either. I thought it looked fine. Yeah, I mean, for what it was. Yeah. Back to what you guys were saying as far as like what the villain goes in that opening scene, I felt like it was just fine considering that there are more people that got rejected by the wizard too as well. Yeah. Because we learned that as he's, you know. I like that we learned Mark that. Strong, yeah, yeah, Mark Strong's investigating it. And I like the scene with all the doors it. even mm-hmm. though they don't get into it. That's an interesting scene. Yeah, because yeah, so. Mark Strong's investigating it and he finds out that more and more people are in there who were also my, told that weren't, they my weren't one issue by was the wizard. Why would that one lady disintegrate when she touches the door? Kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's just really, whatever. It's, it's dramatic. Yeah, it's, it's magic. Drama. It's, it's magic. <laughs> it's magic. That's all it is. But yeah. what about the voices of the uh, seven deadly sins? Uh, I mean, <laughs> so, with the seven, kind of bothered sins, me a little bit. <laughs> I, I think that like. Why did they go with these generic looking I think monsters? It's just it's a kids action movie. It's you know it's a kids superhero yeah. thing. And as far as you know, this is a horror director intro, with you know, a horror villains, background. It's fine. I thought they should have looked a little better. Actually, they look pretty creepy. Yeah, uh, like when you look at it from the standpoint of like a twelve year old going to this movie or whatever. But yeah, as the movie goes along and you hear them talk and they interact more, you're like yeah. these guys are kind of goofy. But they all they all look the same. And actually, yeah, they, they kind generic. of make a comment in that in the movie that they all look the same and like telling them different. And, like towards the end, like what does Sloth, envy look like? Lust, yeah, 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 they got to draw out envy. So yeah. yeah. They're generic, but I won't hold it against this movie just because it's not about them. You know, yeah, that's, that's really true. what at the end of the day, it's not about them. It's about, you know, but the Shazam character and his growth. And I, Billy I growth. agree with that. I just think that if they put more detail or like made them a little more threatening, it would make the overarching villain more mm-hmm. imposing. That's all. That's that's part of it because I didn't like those monsters that much. It made me dislike Mark Strong's villain character Thaddeus even more. Mm-hmm. So they probably could have spent a little more time on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they could have dug a little bit deeper as far as the magic goes with this because – um, just from off the bat of like seeing Constantine things in Justice League Dark, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. there's a lot of dark areas they can go into if they dive deeper into the magic way. 
uh, you know, into like kind of the magic hole when it comes to the DC oh, yeah. universe. And There's I'm a actually, lot of fucked up stuff, in, you know what I mean? Yeah. In there, like I'm super excited if they go with yeah. like Justice League Dark or they go with Constantine or Zathanna. Oh man, that yeah. would be awesome. That would be that's, too that's, dark that's, though. That's, for by Shazam the way, that's stuff. the one that might be. Oh yeah, no, complete night and day. But if this is the door that opens up. Then oh, that'll be great. Watch Zatanna, uh, right? That's the one that Zatanna. my wife wants to go as comic to Comic Con as. That's oh, the lady yeah, she likes. <laughs> I couldn't remember a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, if they go that route. But again, this movie's going away from those yeah. tones. You talk about Constantine. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not that tone. This is a different movie. Oh, I mean, like again, this is your this is your kids. Act- this is your kids Superman. Yeah. This is really it's D- your kids. DC is going to have a hard time if you want to commingle these universes when you have all these competing tones. Well, Too many competing tones make for a bad movie. I think it's fine as far as the competing tones go because when you get the Justice League, when you get the true Justice League, that's all it is, <laughs> the competing of tones. You got Superman supposed to be the Boy Scout, you got Batman, you know, you got Shazam who's a 14-year-old that's playing, you know, a god, and no one really knows his secret identity except for yeah. usually Batman, and so... Look at, uh, and you all, you mentioned it also, like, some of the darker tones within the movies with foster children and, and family yeah. and stuff like that, they have those themes in them. It's just, we're looking at a little bit at the surface of it being a kids movie. If you compare it to uh, Spider Man, like the new Spider Man, mm. there he's still a kid, and they still had Spider Man Homecoming more kid friendly than yeah, this more kid friendly. But they brought him into uh, Infinity War. They still had him yeah. playing major sure. parts in there. And but it that's can what be Marvel's done. better at. They organize it in a more structured way mm-hmm. where it's better. DC is retconning and is dealing with all putting out all these fires. That it's not as as, as yeah. ca- calculated, but that's the thing. When you have all problems. these, when you have all these different characters you're introducing, you don't need the same tone for every single one of them because, yeah, we don't need nitty and it's, gritty all the time. Hen- like <laughs> Henry Gaiden wrote this movie. He hasn't done a whole lot of stuff. He had mm-hmm. some hand in Spider-Man Three, the same Raimi one. He had uh, Earth to Echo, which was kind of a cute little kids movie. <laughs> uh, not a whole lot of other stuff. David Lemke, who wrote Jack the Giant Slayer, Turbo, one of the Shrek movies, Shrek Forever, I think. He also had a hand in this script. It's a good script, mm-hmm. and I. I could see on paper how this this worked well, but again, I, the drawbacks are competing tones, the horror director opening juxtaposition with all the comic stuff in the mm-hmm. middle, and then trying to tie it together at the end, and then also the villain sucked. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you feel like the tone is off in this movie as conflicting light and dark tones, or just off with this movie compared to the other movies in the past with DC? I can't help because I've seen them all. I can't yeah. help but connect it to the whole universe because I'm. I'm I feel like I'm it's such trained, a fresh start. I'm trained by Marvel, mm-hmm. and they all connect in one way or another, so I compare them to each other. Right. Now I can, I can compare that, origins. That, versus the other DC's the same thing I, I didn't totally hate Man of Steel I didn't uh-huh. love it I didn't totally hate Donna Justice didn't love it didn't totally I liked Wonder Woman a lot as you know I was okay with Aquaman I thought it was a fine but, but uh, it, so and, that, and by the way this movie is telling me to do that because look at the t-shirts the Wonder Woman t-shirt the Aquaman t-shirt Batman. the Batman toys <laughs> the Superman references it's giving me the Easter egg so it's telling me it's shoving it down my throat that this is the same universe so what am I supposed to do mm-hmm. Ryan what are you saying? well I wouldn't say that is that DC's fault or is that your Perception because of Marvel. I blame yeah. DC. I saw. I saw <laughs> no, a those, little bit, uh, a bit of both. It's a bit of both. I saw those Easter eggs as a little bit like Deadpool Easter eggs, mm. where they're just kind of yeah. poking fun yeah. at the previous. It's probably a good movies. way to look at. It. It's probably the yeah. correct way to look at. And, it. But there and, are yeah. a lot of them, Tyler. I mean, it's a lot Get of Easter Batman. eggs. In but, there. but look, but look at the idea. <laughs> the batarang. They use the batarang the, okay. from the Dawn of Justice batarang. All right. That's the one but, that Ben Affleck but was. You know, <laughs> they didn't show the face of Superman though. And I want to talk about that. Are we ready for that? No, not yet. Not yet. I got a rant on now. Let me know when you. But, on that. but to your point, to your point, I just think that these are head nods as opposed to saying that it's in this dark and gritty universe. 
uh, just like with uh, Deadpool, that they're just doing an homage to these superheroes and not really trying to say that, oh, you know that that dark Superman that actually broke the neck of the guy in there. Yeah, yeah. 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 And screamed. <laughs> yeah, neck snap. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't. That was a rough watch. <laughs> I. I think I agree with Tyler that if we don't know what the future is for DC and if this is just a launching point for a new Superman, a new Batman, mm-hmm. and then they kind of make it more family friendly or they make it more lighter and not as as intense as the, the previous Batmans and Supermans. Okay, then- so now let me ask you this, Producer Ryan. You didn't see Dawn of Justice yet. Uh, and please, what's the Twitter handle? It's Ryan underscore dot com. Garbage and boy. I think But I think I think just watch it, right? By you, just watch well, it. by you putting up this point, I think it's a good thing that I didn't watch it going sure. into Sure, And I think it changes your perspective to a certain extent too. Now let me ask you the Nolan Batman movies. You're bringing Batman into a realistic point of view. There's no magic in the Nolan movies. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts on those? Well, again, that Batman is not my Batman. Either. <laughs> you don't like that one either. Okay. I don't like that Batman. Right. What about the Tim Burton Batman? Tim the Burton? Michael Keaton. They're, They're all the murderers. They all kill people. It kind of sucks because my Batman is the, Who's your Batman? My Batman Tell is the, the, the world's greatest detective. Yeah. He's the one okay. that's mm. 10 steps ahead of everyone. He has So he's on the page only. My we Batman. really haven't seen that one on screen yet, right? <laughs> well, he was in the animated mo- an movie. Sure, the animated series. series. I love that series. Yeah, yeah. I got a bunch and of toys that I still have in the box from that series. That was great. The episode when they're all playing poker and then he ends of being Clayface. Yeah, I remember that episode. I remember that, that was episode. great. <laughs> All right. All right. My Batman is Batman Under the Red Hood. His The adaptation sure. of him. One in of the best movie. stories. Which, yeah, Under now, the Red Hood. Now, did you want to see that? Because Affleck, by all accounts, was coming I, close to making that movie. I would have loved to see it, but it probably would have been done wrong. <laughs> That's just, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Ben it's, it's really hard. This, it, what this proves, it's yeah. so hard to please everybody. Yeah, right. And, and yeah, Hollywood has no choice but to do some fan service, to please the hardcore comic people, and to open it to a wider audience and a right. global audience on top of everything else. It's almost impossible to please everybody. This one didn't please me from a, a movie perspective, but I could see that there's enough of the comic in there that it pleases at least the new 52 DC comic right. fans. Yeah, so. yeah, and that's why I feel that with this movie, it showed respect to the IP as well as to the fans, and it gave so them both what they of you wanted. feel that way. Yeah. Enough respect mm-hmm. to the IP. Yeah, and it, oh yeah, and okay. it wasn't it wasn't a matter of them just throwing up different Easter eggs or pandering to the crowds. It was actually incorporated into the character of Shazam, and that's why it kind of sets it apart from some of these other DC and Marvel movies that are giving out little breadcrumbs to these people trying to see, mm-hmm. hey, remember this? Oh, you know you. <laughs> You like it, don't you? <laughs> I I sort of like the the tiny little breadcrumbs because I don't want them to be totally uh, married to the comic arcs and the stories, mm-hmm. especially I, within the specific stories. But uh, it can go both ways. I, so. And I'm not trying to take away creative freedom from the writers. That's fine. I just want them to have a respect for the character. That's all. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, I really like this movie. I don't know how I feel about sequels to Shazam movies, but I would love to see him be more incorporated into the Justice League for sure. Agreed. Right, but yeah. again, you want that, but how does that work now with no Ben Affleck, with possibly no Henry Cavill? 
we know we like um, mm-hmm. Jason Momoa as Aquaman. We love uh, Gail Gadot as uh, as Wonder Woman. I, I still really like um, the guy who plays the Flash. Uh, what's his name? Ezra Miller? Is that yeah, Ezra Miller. He's yeah. fantastic. I even like uh, Jeremy Irons as my Alfred. But now I'm going to uh-huh. see what Josh Brolin don the Batman suit. Or like, it's <laughs> uh-huh. it's going to throw me off. I mean, so do we replace them or do we just ignore Superman and Batman now? We're still not quite sure what's going on with Henry Cavill as Superman, but presumably he might be out. Yeah, you got a so, good point as far as like how they would do. It, but it's a I don't know how universe. they would do that. But yeah. there's so much it good, really but there's is. also a lot of bad in that universe. It's hard to not think about it. But when I'm watching now, this. Movie. So if they come out tomorrow, Nick, and they they say, "All right, we're going to do a new Superman, a new Batman. We want you to forget about all the almost other impossible movies. for now, me." Well, well. But if they say that, we're saying, all right, Shazam is the start of a new universe that we are trying to build. How would that change your attitude? I probably would look at it more positively, but they did not do that. Yeah. In fact, they went the other way. I so now I'm confused. If they were to do the Justice League as far as like the next uh, second one, they wouldn't. Of course, Ben Affleck's not coming back. He's they would still keep. Yeah, good, yeah, they would still keep Henry Cavill. They would keep everybody, but you would have a Justice League without Batman. Mm. And you I'm okay with a, that. Yeah, you could have the a Batman-like character in but there. But let's not forget the Justice League is supposed to be a Wayne Manor with a big circle table with room for more. Yeah. So you know, even that's problematic. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right too. <laughs> so, now uh, would they get John and then they go into the spaceship? Yeah. Okay, so they go yeah, to space. I'm okay with that. Space, I'm fine so with that. Obviously, everybody's going to space. X-Men's going to space. Marvel's going everyone's to space. space. Everybody's in freaking space. <laughs> okay, let's do this. Let's change the tone a little bit. Uh, we always do a casting what if on, on the show. There's not a ton for this movie, but... John Cena was also almost Shazam. Oh, <laughs> I just want to get your thoughts on the basic premise mm. that John Cena was going to be Shazam. Ah, uh, no, but we I, can't I don't see so. him. We can't. Yeah, yeah, I wonder yeah. what that movie It'd looks like. I'm glad I didn't see around. it. But... <laughs> so. Uh... <laughs> Originally, oh man, I can't remember. It was a couple years ago before Zachary Levi was cast. It was a long process. It was supposed to be Alan Richardson. Yeah, Richardson was, was another one. I don't know if you guys ever saw Blue Mountain State, but he played yeah. that on Blue Mountain State. Good actor. Um, he was. Didn't Hawk, feel like Hawk he was and right. G- and Titans. Yeah, but he's in Titans. Yeah, I mean, I felt like he would have done it. He, oh, th- he was Aquaman in, uh, in Smallville. Oh, right. That's yeah, right. That's he was Aquaman yeah, in he's Smallville. Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember Matt Bomber was also going to be Superman at one point, but that's a different story. Yeah, that's a whole, yeah, but. I think it would have been fine to see him as it, but now that you mentioned John Cena, you know he was that's, closer. It was closer yeah. with Cena than it was I, with almost anybody. I don't anybody mind that at all, but uh, yeah. I don't know. It's I don't know. I think uh, what is his name? Uh, Levi. He's from Chuck. Yeah, yeah. Chuck, heroes. Yeah. You know, I think, he's been in some other stuff. I think he did a great job. Like what's it, great about him, and we talk about it already. When he plays the young kid, it's amazing. When he does the stuff where like he's excited to buy beer for the first time, yeah, no, he's got that face like Tom Hanks. Yeah, it's not yeah. quite Tom Hanks and big, but it's you know it's close. No, right? but his expressions, the way he's delivering oh, the line, yeah, and his he, eyes are real wide. You know, yeah, like no, I be. think he did great. In <laughs> do we do we like that part? Year old boy, <laughs> how about this little Easter egg? This little part where they step on the uh, piano. Oh, that yeah, was great. Yeah, that was, yeah, good. Yeah, that was yeah, a good yeah, one. At least that, it's paying homage to the stuff they're stealing from. Hey, nothing is original anymore, Nick. Just I remember that. that. I'm trying to accept that in anymore. my older age. I think Zachary <laughs> Levi was just really great in this role, almost perfect for it. If we didn't get him, I would love to see how John Cena would have done it. Sure. Just because, yeah. you know, he looks yeah. like a... It probably would have been a fun movie. He's got some acting chops now, right? Somewhat. So we can't <laughs> well, see him, but... Was he... Oh, he was in... What is that one? He was in Trainwreck, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, Trainwreck. He was um, in... Uh, he's good in Trainwreck. I liked him in yeah. Trainwreck. Yeah, Blockers is another one. Yeah, Blockers. Yeah. He's yeah. in the Marine. He was in I'm trying to yeah. think of I'm trying to think of comedy family movies and he was Fred's dad if you remember that show Fred 
Mm. I do. Know oh that. yeah, I yeah. Do that's terrible. Yeah. Man. Why would you even bring that up on this podcast? <laughs> Never watched it, but heard of it. How about so, yeah. uh, an excellent use of the city of Philadelphia in this movie? They actually cover a lot of ground. The throwback to Rocky. Yeah. Uh, some oh, of the yeah. music in mm-hmm. the background. A lot of good shots in Philly. Plus, they keep it isolated to Philadelphia. Some movies, when you got superheroes flying around, you're like, well, "Where's the rest of the Justice League if they all are around together?" This one was like, I get that it's contained to this one city. Yeah. It made sense to me. Can I bring up some of the jokes? Uh, like the humor in Gino's stakes. Yeah. That was a nice little. Yeah. Some of the humor that they had in this movie was great. Like the it's good writing again. Yeah, yeah. And Henry Gaden, I didn't know a lot about him. He's a good writer. I, I feel, sense. but I do feel that some of the dialogue was was not that great. Like between the the kids, I I didn't think it was very most believable. of it. I liked like the kids between the other kids or when like they're in school. Um, the bullies were goofy. You why know, would you beat up a why, cripple yeah. kid? All, well, yeah. You can't park your giant truck right in front of the school yeah. like that. Yeah. Nobody can do that. But but some of the jokes, they were really good, and others were just very cringy that I just didn't like. They didn't I can't hit. remember the ones I that you liked. Like. There wasn't enough there. The, ones that, that, like. the one that I did like with the bullies is like, how are you going to pay for this? Oh. Uh, do they accept these? And he flips <laughs> he them, them off, off and he gives yeah. them the double burn. I kind of like That was hilarious. And then when they're flying around and Thaddeus is doing his monologue. I like that part. Yeah, no, I like that yeah, no, there, there were there were scenes that I thought you're like were a really mile funny. away, man. Yeah, ah, screw it. I'm just gonna. <laughs> yeah, there were some scenes that were really funny, but then there were some others that just didn't land with me. That just seemed very. I, I like the mischievousness of the two kids playing together when he lights them on fire and he doesn't know about oh, it. Some of that, oh, yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. that was great. Like, yeah. That's just uh, it's maybe not maybe the writing's not great, but the outline of the story is pretty. Yeah, clean. no, yeah, at I, least I on agree. the kid stuff. You know, I agree. There was just the some, buddy kid stuff. There was some dialogue that I just didn't believe and. I didn't like and the thing is is that I have to keep on reminding myself that they're 14 year old boys yeah. yes and, and it's hard to remember sometimes yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a lot it more yeah. Zachary Levi than it is uh, Asher Angel so, so my biggest gripe yeah. with this movie was that so he's a 14 year old uh, 14 year old boy that knows nothing about superheroes or even having a sense of doing good he's been through so many injustices but he doesn't he's a foster kid yeah he's they, a yeah. foster they kid they do hammer that home so you yeah, gotta keep and, in mind and, and I understand that and, but he doesn't do have any sense of justice within him. He doesn't want to do anything right. I'm not right. sure that that's I the think, case. He has some sense of it. I think at that point he just wants to have fun and I think until he accidentally crashes the bus that's when he slowly starts to realize okay. that yeah. the things and I, I have can actually do He's bad, a bit of a lost you know? soul because he's a foster kid yeah. running away from family from family going to house to and, house. Yeah. Like, it kind of makes sense to me. Yeah, no, and I'm letting that slide because of those same Hormones, points. Ryan. I just think that <laughs> they... It it needed to be brought up that hey you have superheroes now you're literally a superhero why aren't you doing anything good I mean, for people and he was mm-hmm. just going out skipping school and then panhandling but, but you know what <laughs> and it is weird that they go there I did think it was, but it fit in a, in a sense that Freddy is jealous but yeah. also calling him out on his deficiency they have yeah, that yeah, conversation but, but, yeah, but, that sense, it, yeah, but that's right. not what I'm saying mm-hmm. why was the first thing that he decided to do was to go panhandling why why is, is that? Because they yeah, why is money. that the option? Wanted to buy more yeah. beer. Yeah, no. <laughs> he wanted. Okay, so he has a sense of good that he didn't want to steal from the ATM anymore. So panhandling is the next thing that you're going I, to do. I loved it when, when you have superpowers. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. That's yeah, you're right. There are some, there's like. some problems there. Yeah. I'm not gonna totally, you know, yada yada yeah. yada. It. I loved it, but there's some good moments there. The when he calls like the 25 year old chick uh, old. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds great. Like you know, what do you know? You're a 14 year old kid. Or when he's genius when he's leaving the convenience store. 
and then the girl's passing by and he's like, oh, hey, what's yeah, going right? on? I'm like, I have superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my 20s, maybe even 30s. I'm yeah. probably like 30. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Or when he goes to see, um, uh, what's the kid's name? Um, all I know is the actor's Freddy? name. Yeah, Freddy? Freddy. Yeah, Freddy. Oh, okay. So right. when he goes to see yeah. Freddy, he has the paper and he puts Don't Scream on. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. yeah. I told you not you to scream. scream. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's The idea that they want to sneak in the house with like a, a grown guy in a superhero cape is genius. And and the girl, the the, the, the little girl. Darlene. She's great. Darlene. Darlene. She's great, too. She's so good yeah. in this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there, she's so good in it. Like, there were things that I really loved about the dialogue. Some of the humor really hit home. But then there's sometimes that it just was very cringy that uh-huh. I was like, that's... Why Faith, Faith Herman. I just want to give her one more shout out. That little actress is amazing. <laughs> Faith Herman was great. Now, how do you Dudley. feel about the man in the red suit? The man in the red suit? Santa. Oh, no. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> when he yells, run. Yeah, as soon as he sees yeah. Mark Strong again. Oh, and a little Santa bit too much. A little more you. Santa than I wanted in this movie. <laughs> Even yeah. the end where he's ranting and raving. Uh, yeah, I it's, uh, like, it's five or six times that you see him. Maybe they took out two or three of them. Yeah. The beard gets looser and looser as the movie yeah. goes on. What about uh, when Darlene rescues Santa and she's just like, oh my God, it's really you. Yeah, I like, that's oh, the yeah. one part I like. That part I like. If you just had the first one and that one, you should have cut the rest out. Yeah. Because I didn't think it was the com- the comedy of the part where he's ranting and cussing on the newscast. Yeah, well, that was really necessary. Work I, was, I was all right with it. <laughs> let's the, let's the talk about fine. so when he when he finds his mom. Oh, do we want to talk yeah, about at least? Yeah. We because we're into spoilers. Yeah, so it's an interesting choice because foster, a lot of movies wouldn't go here. Yeah, the foster movie or the sorry, the foster moments in this are you know they're emotional. They're definitely really yeah. emotional. There's yeah. some emotion. And there's some legit emotion here. You kind of I kind of got credit. that feeling as far as when he does find her that she didn't want to take him back. Not I had till, to have that feeling. Not till he beginning. figures out where she is. Yeah, did I start to think that they were going to do it. Right. I assume that she was going to be passed away or something like that. But when he's like, oh, it's a couple blocks away. I'm thinking, wow, they're going to go here. She wasn't looking for yeah. him. Yeah, it's so. tough. And the good thing about this movie is they make mention of that. Right. Why would you go and seek a mother that didn't go look for The lady for that you? explains it has the Watchmen stickers on her desk, which is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. The smiley That's a good faces, moment yeah. and, and, and a good uh, foreshadowing that they do there. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and good story construction. I, I like that because then you're not thinking too deep into yeah. it. I have been watching a lot of... Law and Order SVU. Yes, so, we when, know you're oh, <laughs> so when did it happen? Benedict I was like, Long, right? Is he on there? No, no, BD, it's BD, BD Wong. BD Wong. Yeah, BD Wong. Wong. I'll never get oh, it right. man. <laughs> but the moment that she was like, oh, when I saw you with the police officers and I thought, they could have taken better care of you. Then I was like, why didn't you put her for adoption, all right? Yeah. Why didn't you bring it, it, him to a, a firehouse that's part of their policy now? You can drop off kids if you're going to abandon yeah. them. I do it all the time. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, 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 remember, I remember thinking like the mom would died from the villain or something. That was where my brain mm. went initially. And that they went the other way, I, I had to give him some credit for it. Because it's a tough subject to cover. I was just thinking, someone call the cops on him. <laughs> get go to get Olivia Benson on uh-huh. him. <laughs> now, and they even gloss over like when she comes out of the apartment, she doesn't let him in. She closes yeah. the door behind the guy's yelling, yeah. and the, it's not a good time. And they did this they, and that. It's pretty tough. They did that same trope that's done over and over again. And it was like, who is it out there? Yeah. It was cheesy. No one. That part no was cheesy. One. But, but like, still, okay. it didn't, no it didn't take away from the emotion of the moment. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it also true. works to bring the family together, yeah. which is what they were driving I toward, feel like he but. really, as a character, Billy Batson, you know, he's he's doing his own thing. He's panhandling. But as a character, he really grows after that revelation. And, you know, focuses on his real what was a very touching moment i thought was so he went to go and get the compass uh-huh and then when he sees her he's like here i, I need I it got more this. than i do oh yeah he gives it to her and then she she's doesn't like even know what it is. she doesn't even know what it is yeah. and i was like oh heartbreaker i'm like heartbreaker. Dang. Heartbreaker. I it is yeah i was a little uh, emotional it's tough 
Oh, I think man. there's a couple things there with the the aging of the mother from the carnival to when he finds her. Yeah. Presumably, what, 12, 10 years? I don't Four, know. 14? Right? 14. Oh, no, 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 no. He's, sorry, he's, he's 14 four now. Or five, 10 or 11, yeah. And then the aging of the father of Thaddeus. <laughs> and then the aging of Thaddeus from kid to grown up. Yeah, like, yeah. Some of it doesn't quite work when you think about the time it would take for <laughs> someone to look from like five-year-old to Mark Strong. It's a little uh-huh. weird. <laughs> also, so. that, that scene where it- And the it, wizard doesn't presumably age that well either. <laughs> but that that scene though where uh it's from the mind of billy where his mom is throwing the darts yeah, and, and they then, show it both they, different ways yeah and they show it a second way oh really Cre- good nice credit to sandberg the director that's very a, good that's scene. nice yeah that, <laughs> that was very strong filming there all right are we ready to talk about the other guy in the red suit uh superman uh, okay let's not i want to talk about one thing before that let's talk about mr mind can we talk about that first sure because okay, yeah, i thought yeah. the villain did not have the clout and then the Easter egg comes at the end during an end credit scene with mm-hmm. the weird Mr. Mind thing. Now, they do foreshadow it because yes, when yes. Billy walks through the lair, you see him in the glass yeah, container the glass or whatever. Container. Yeah. And then you see, see it broken later on. Is yeah. I right about that? Yeah. yeah. Then when Mark Strong is, this is after it's all over, he's in prison. We don't know where. He talks to the weird looking caterpillar. It's like a giant. It's like a four inch caterpillar. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty <laughs> weird. I thought that was pretty weird. The whole thing felt weird to me. That's magic for you. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, yeah, then he explains magic, that dude, magic can be done a bunch of different ways. When it comes ways. down yeah, to it, it's magic. The, the little worm's like, didn't you ever see Doctor Strange? We can do a bunch of cool stuff. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> the whole thing didn't work for me. But, well, granted, that this character or that villain, it's it's a cartoon villain. Like, Wait, it's what a do, comic I don't, book yeah. villain. Explain to me, comic guys, what what is this caterpillar villain that I don't know nothing about? I don't know. I just know he's. I have him up here right now, but I mean, he's part of some sort of is society he like of evil a big piece yeah. of the Shazam canon? Is he a big piece of the Shazam canon, at least comic wise? I no idea. I, I believe so. I believe he is. I granted okay. Shazam. It's not my favorite comic book. I know about it, but it was under my radar. All right. All right. I just this wasn't going to be as big a so. rant as the Superman one, so I wanted to get that out of the way first. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Go ahead, Tyler. Let's oh, un- yeah. unleash so, the beast. What did you think? <laughs> I felt like we could have used a little bit more Superman in the I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't have mind if, if he him, was in there like a little let's bit use more. Him correctly. But I can understand why he's shelved off as a joke because you know he's, this is more about Shazam than bringing in Superman. First of all, he steals a great moment because the lunch thing is a is supposed to be a good payoff. Mm-hmm. So the payoff is that Shazam shows up, which he does, which yeah, is very yeah, good, which right? is great. Then even though there's really no like Shazam, when did Shazam have time to go fly and meet Superman? He brings Superman in. And what I find disrupting about it, again, we talked already about the DC universe, the evolution, and is it part of the universe or is it not? All that stuff. You see the old, the new costume of Superman, mm-hmm. the new sort of like weird sort of Man of Steel yeah, costume yeah. next to the kind of fuzzy red velvety yeah. Shazam costume with the headless Superman. Yeah. I mean, I found it to be like, if, you're, if you can't pay Henry Cavill or come up with a deal to get him to be in this movie, don't put it in at all. It's totally... Mm. It was as a joke, it was fine. The joke works, but like if you pay, if you watch all these other movies, it should bother you. Yeah, it okay. certainly bothered me. Two things, two things. When I first saw it, I got super excited. I was like, "Oh, Superman! Yeah!" <laughs> they didn't show his face. Yeah, I know, I know, it didn't I know. You. But uh, the why I was excited was because I'm looking at the perspective of the 14 year old boy, like sure. who was, yeah. who and idolizes Freddy's the Superman. actor again yeah. from it, Jake Dylan. But uh, he, Grazer does a great job. But they build it up that he idolizes Superman. He of got course. the bullet the and, bullet. and stuff like that. By the way, that. couldn't he just go get that bullet out of the suit? Yeah, why he didn't could. he ever do that? He <laughs> but he was—he had these stupid <laughs> adult <laughs> hands. All right, yeah, no worries. I got you. All right, moving on. But. Uh, 
um, the second thing is I I agree with you. When did he have time to find Superman? If they had like a time elapsed, yeah, two and years it, later, yeah, senior year, a year whatever or whatever. Sure. Uh-huh. But it wouldn't have worked with all of these people that are like bullying him at the moment. Or why not have a different Superman suit so at least we're thrown off a little bit? I agree. I use the exact if same they use one a different Superman suit. Dawn if they use and... like if they put it through, true to form that they have like this simplistic Shazam yeah. uh, costume and they had a simplistic Superman costume I would have mm-hmm. been fine the, with that the, also the uh, initial end credits not the end credit scenes but the cartoon end credits yeah. they're a lot of fun because yeah. they're just sort of generic Batman generic Wonder Woman generic right, yeah. Aquaman so like you don't think about it too much but this is specific this is the Cavill Superman now, suit it's kind of weird, right? It doesn't bother you at all, Tyler? No, mainly because, <laughs> I mean, with the man... You don't like the Cavill Superman. Well, no. It's not that I don't like the Cavill Superman. Actually, it is that I don't like the Cavill <laughs> Superman. But anyways... It's just, on record. <laughs> it's just because, you know what? They threw him in there. It's fine. It's funny. It goes along with the tone of the movie. And also, too... The Henry Cavill Superman, as far as like with the Zack Snyder thing goes, I mean, that's a joke in itself that no one ever took too seriously. <laughs> and what did it pan off? It panned off nothing. You know, there's no Superman movies coming out that we know about anytime soon. You know, it's just I you have Henry st- Cavill I Superman. Seen but Man of Steel too. Yeah, there, it was on and then off again and then yeah, on and I, again. So. I just think that though they used the Henry Cavill Superman suit, it wasn't supposed to be Henry Cavill. I just thought that this guy idolizes Superman and then it's okay. just a big deal for him to have yeah. this big reveal. I, and I, and I, get, I'm, I don't want to go crazy with it, but you know you want to stay with Momoa. Aquaman did very well. Yeah. You know you want to stay with Gal Gadot. Wonder mm-hmm. Woman did. Why not just use one of them? Why Superman? Because Superman's more well, iconic. Yeah, but if you're a kid, you're going to love Superman that's in the more contract than, yeah. negotiation. He's in, it's in limbo. We don't know what's going on in DC. Why use that guy? I Why mean, not? I don't know. <laughs> it felt like it's weird. It's, I it just works in the tone of the movie. If Momoa it's, shows up, I had no problem with no, it. Yeah. It's name recognition. He even says it uh, when he, they're revealing his superpowers and stuff. He had bullet immunity. He's like, oh, you're like Superman. Oh, you're stronger than Superman. Like It's, yeah. you, they, yeah. they, it's very know. subtle, but they build it up in this kid's mind that Superman is he even says it when he shows the the bullet the the best superhero around like I get it. Uh, yeah. along I get those it. lines and actually they do a nice job of Easter eggs with the uh, newspapers that are around mm-hmm. so somebody pointed out that from the original Superman movie the Richard Donner Superman movie that's the same newspaper oh same really oh, when wow. he opens the drawer uh-huh. so there's some of that stuff that they do a good job in. and the, and the theme music shows up also mm-hmm. that's the old Superman theme right or do they use both. I can't remember, but there's some Easter eggs in there from multiple different sort of DC iterations, right. which they do a nice job of laying the groundwork on. But again, they use the old suit, so I get to criticize them yeah, no, no. for be- using the most confusing and, character. At the and moment. your argument is valid. I, I agree with you on that. But I just think that the payoff that it needed to be Superman. It had to be specifically yeah. Superman. It didn't have to be Henry Cavill. That's why they cut off the head. Okay. And why they used the suit. It was a Deadpool is, joke. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why they yeah, used yeah, the yeah, suit yeah, was, stole a, joke was a bad thing. They should have used a different suit that way you weren't thinking about Henry Cavill Superman but I think that it needed to be Superman okay so let's talk about we saw all both end credits there are two end credit scenes in this movie make sure you stick around all the way to the end uh, the second end credit scene we talked <laughs> a little bit about the Mr. Mind stuff was that an end credit one Oh, no. yeah, that was credit yeah, one. Yeah, okay, was so the mine. second no, one no, no. Now, oh, was it was. It? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So the yeah, second right. one now is the talking to the fish, yeah. which is a funny moment, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you had the headless Superman moment but you don't have Jason Momoa come out. You just talk about talking to the fish and what good is that? <laughs> and then the pointing to the T-shirt that he had already worn in the regular movie. Right. Kind of a wasted 
credits. Uh, well, it's because, fine. Because, Deadpool joke. Again, <laughs> yeah, I think it, exactly. I think it's a Deadpool joke. They're just doing homages to the character itself, yeah. not the cinematic in, DC. It's just poking in, fun. In, I think in that's the incredibly all it is, mediocre yeah. Justice League movie, there are a lot of jokes about him talking to the fish that have already been done. It, to me, it felt redundant. There goes more. <laughs> and, and, and if you don't bring Momoa out, I don't know what the point of it is. Aquaman so that gets also dished out. All, he gets lashed, not lashed out, but Aquaman gets dissed all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even though, to be honest, he's one of my favorite superheroes. He's pretty good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He can, and I like the movie. Go I thought the movie was pretty good. So. Yeah, man. The, the gravitational pull on the bottom of the sea is much stronger. There, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the moment in the Justice League movie, uh, this is a mild spoiler, where Aquaman sits on the rope of truth or whatever, the uh, lasso of truth. Oh, it's a yeah. good little moment uh-huh. in an otherwise lackluster movie, but there's a few moments in that movie that are okay. That's one of them. Mommy. I like Momoa. I like the Aquaman character. And again, what I want is DC to figure it out, and I want DC to make it work, but they've confused me. I think in the individual movies, like Wonder Woman 1984, mm-hmm. Aquaman 2, presumably, maybe the spinoff of Aquaman, some of those will work, but when you bring them together... It's a total mishmash mm-hmm. now, and I'm confused. I think the fans are confused, and maybe it is time to just do a hard reset. Yeah. I mean, I think right now they're just going to stick with the individuals and maybe just worry about Justice League later. Scrap it. Pretend it didn't happen, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've, well, DC, in the comic books, they've done it multiple times, but Flashpoint, 52 mm. to That's what 52. they should. They should use Flashpoint to kind of fix some of the problems. But yeah, mm. I, I, like... <laughs> They did it in the comic books, and I can see them doing it in a movie. And it's a beloved storyline. That's why I don't have much of a problem with these weird, multi-different characters mm-hmm. and and uh, uh, conflicting themes and stuff like that. I think if you look at the product by itself, which Shazam specifically, mm-hmm. I think it works really well. In a contained, like self-contained to this movie, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay, let's just... The Russo brothers are basically Winter Soldier, Infinity War, uh, was it oh, Civil, Civil War, War, Civil War, Infinity War, now Endgame, Endgame, right? Yeah. So outside of that, they've used indie directors like we talked about, Anna Bowden, Ryan Flat. Right. Uh, here we've got a back-to-back horror directors, Juan and now uh, Sandberg. Do you want DC to not have the masterminds of a story arc of the Justice League two, three, whatever? And just stick with horror directors and yep. indie directors and do individual side shoots? Or do you want somebody to come in and rein them in for Flashpoint and then the sequel to Flashpoint, whatever that'll be? Now, I want them to try to do something, bring someone like Kevin Fog, Kevin Fog, Foggy. Right. Seems Foggy? like you need right. someone to Foggy? overlook yeah. this thing. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff yeah. Johns was there for a while. So or? I want them to bring someone like Kevin Foggy in there. But kind of keep in mind that it's just they've been derailed so many times. I don't know if you guys remember this, but a couple of years ago, actually in March of 2019, we were supposed to get we were supposed to get the Flashpoint Paradox. Mm. And it that was, was a couple of years ago. They announced that. There, but then the Ben, the the F, the at Batfleck yeah. thing was oh. back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Matt Reeves with the Batman movie. By the way, I'm not excited for the Matt Reeves. Reeves movie. Uh-huh. That doesn't really excite me to see another <laughs> Batman origin story. How many times do I got to see that? Yeah, story? yeah. At least one more. <laughs> At least one more. Yeah. Well, that's so. why they, to cleanse a the palate, they're coming out with this Joker origin. Oh, movie. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah right. Right. Okay. Awesome. The origin nobody ever asked. Yeah, I, I never needed it, never wanted it, but now they're having Here it. Here you go, Ryan. I mean, that's I'll go see it. Well, like, oh, thank I'm, you. I'm in, line for, I'm in line for all these movies, but I'm getting tired of being disappointed. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I say no, stick I with the individuals and then see what you can do with that. The, uh, the weird thing yeah. is, like, the chemistry between Momoa and Gadot and, uh, you know, maybe not Batman when he got Affleck when he got mm-hmm. to the Justice League movies, but even Cavill and The Flash, Ezra Miller, like, some of that was okay to me. 
Yeah. So it's not like yeah. that they could build off of that, no? We'll, we'll see what happens. Well, on these individuals like Aquaman and Wonder Woman, they didn't really allude to much of the Justice League or the other superheroes, right? Well, you got to see Justice League because <laughs> uh, they throw them all God. together pretty quickly. Even Cyborg, well, the Ray no, Fisher no, 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 character, no, no, not like not not the movie itself. I'm talking about their own not like Easter eggs in the there, Batman there are Easter Superman eggs in all or, of them, but uh, it's not that bad. The, the Aquaman movie. And Listen, the, the first uh, Wonder Woman Wonder is directly Woman related to Dawn of Justice, directly because the letter, so, the letter in the picture. Oh, so really? There's okay. a direct correlation. You'll, you'll have to see Batman versus. Yeah. We'll, we'll say uh, for like a, a bad movie. Uh, bad movie <laughs> review because there is a lazy ass scene in there that introduces all these characters. So, and audience, it's really bad. I, uh, I, you're going to raise my blood pressure on that <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so, I, to to remind the audience, I don't watch a lot of movies, and it's because of this podcast I'm watching all these movies. Thanks a lot, Tyler. Oh, yeah, you're <laughs> Our true fans yeah. know producer Ryan by now. Watch so. Twilight, so don't thank me yet. So, yeah. hey, Ryan, give us that give us that Twitter handle one more time. #JustWatchIt.com. If you want me to watch a movie, send it my way, and then we'll figure out. Something. #GarbageBoy. Garbage we still doing that? Look okay. at it. But I did something that I never done. I bought the movie ticket for uh, Endgame. Oh yeah, yeah. I just I yeah. just purchased it. We're like three weeks out, mm-hmm. and I've never done that before. I was like, oh crap! I know that we're going to talk about this movie. I better get tickets now, or else I'm not going to be able to be on. <laughs> I, I, I've done it a handful of times. The Force Awakens is the one that I was really jumping up and down to, to get. Uh, but I also have my Endgame ticket. I'll see it Friday. But what I'm saying is I don't want to watch a bad three-hour movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dawn of Justice, let's hope it never comes up. If it happens on this podcast, then what can I say? Listen, <laughs> if it's my choice, I'm going to make you guys watch the 320 uh, Ultimate Cut or whatever it is. Oh, oh no. So, better, better choose it before I choose it. <laughs> yeah. I had one more thing I wanted to say about the Shazam movie. Well, not so much one more thing, but a what-if type. Now, I think it would have been okay to bring in Superman with this if it went for that tone or just, you know, to kind of bring him in. Um, but I think it would have been for the wrong villain. I think if they had Black Adam in there. Okay, yeah, I did want to talk about you it. In it Super, up, yeah, they did hint out to Black yeah, Adam. It was a small Easter egg yeah. for him. Yep. So and we know The Rock is already cast. And I'm kind of stealing this from like a, it's like a DC short they did where it was the first introduction of Shazam where he went against Black Adam as a brand new Shazam character. And Superman went in there, and Superman was completely blindsided because these are two magic-based characters, and Superman is weak against magic, yeah, for those of yeah. you who don't know. So Superman can is get he? his ass kicked by Black Adam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Superman can get his ass kicked by Black Adam because of that magic factor. It yeah. throws him huh. on his toes. He's weak That's against that. That's why they needed this dude. Uh, what is that? Justice League Dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my right. God. Oh, man. And there's actually, I know it happens in Young well, Justice. Wouldn't Batman be the ultimate detective and somebody who's grounded? That You'll have to watch Justice League right. Dark. It's right, really maybe I'll good. Get yeah, so, but um, I also would have liked it too because I know in Young Justice, Superman actually thought, before they knew uh, Shazam was Billy Batson, was a 14-year-old, and he was a part of the Justice League, the whole time Batman is the only one who knows that Billy Batson is, is you know that Shazam is a I've seen that before. Kid. Some yeah. of the cartoon yeah. movies allude to that. Yeah. So, so we've seen so, that a little bit. Usually on the Justice League, Batman's the only one who knows because and Superman, that's the world greatest yeah, detective. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, Superman, he actually used he actually had suspicions that Captain Marvel Shazam was Kryptonian, 
And Uh so that would have been a perfect reason for him to go out to Philadelphia to see if there was another Kryptonian, Mm. you know, playing around. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Playing around. I get that. I I, I would have rather seen Black Adam as the bad guy or at least a peripheral bad guy than what we got out of Mark Strong. Yeah. Mm. I could see that. Yeah. And The Rock would have got a little more star power. But we could talk about, again, it's a $100 million budget. It's going to make 55 or so this weekend. It's not getting him the Captain Marvel opening. Uh, and because of that, it will never touch or sniff a billion dollars. So DC is still behind Marvel in a lot of ways. <laughs> I like how you throw these, yeah. these statements. It's kind of like throwing shade. Well, I'm just saying it's the reality of the situation. No, I Captain Marvel, uh, and you'll see when we get to ratings, I mean, it's a similar it's, rating for me. It's like so, you're just trying you know, to poke the bear. Yeah, like, I'm just saying DC got to figure this, it out. You know, Take that, wanna, DC fans. Give us money, Disney. Disney. Hey, we didn't talk about it. Uh, another interesting one. So uh, the despair on Captain Marvel was like a 90-something uh, for the critics. Was that a, Oh, no. Uh, oh, for uh, Shazam or... I'm just talking about Shazam oh, okay, was yeah. 91-90, at least so far. So it's in that even, you could sort of trust the critics and the audience at the same mm. time. That's a little high for me, but again, it's got an even rating, whereas Us was like the 90-something and the 60-something, so it doesn't have that disparity yeah, Metacritic, Metacritic has... I don't trust Rotten Tomatoes anymore, to be honest. Yeah. Metacritic has it for 72, IMDb has it for 7.8, and yeah, yeah, a little high but, for me. Um, but. Can I say this one thing? The bullies, th- those bullies are stupid. I hate First of all, they're bullies. like twenty. Yeah, <laughs> but but the, <laughs> like the, the daughter that's going to college at twenty three years. The old. second thing though is those two bullies were on the Ferris wheel together for a what? while. No, no, but they were. Why did they go on the Ferris wheel together? What yeah. losers! <laughs> I actually, for a minute there, I thought the script had forgot about them that they were up there and they were never going to call back to them, but they did. So and you know what would be case wedgie is? <laughs> yeah, right. Just briefly. No, but <laughs> I, I just think it's so funny. Why did they go there? They're like. Uh, yo, what up, bro? Uh, hey, funny. do you want to go to this uh, this fair <laughs> with me? Ride the Ferris wheel, yeah. spit on people. And, yeah, and me and you, we can go on a Ferris wheel together. <laughs> yeah, that sounds sick, bro. <laughs> live, live and let wheels. live, man. Maybe they're uh, yeah. no, no. That's cool. That's cool. But I just thought it was hilarious. These guys that they're building up as like super douchebaggy, like tough bullies, but then they end up going on a Ferris wheel together. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Any final thoughts on the Shazam movie? I let's, gave mine. I'm all out. Let's rate it. I'm exhausted. Yeah, yeah, let's do okay. It. <laughs> um, I will give this eight and a half. Oh, of ho- oh, sorry. Oh, what am I saying? High. Eight and a half alcoholic beverages. <laughs> eight and a half. I had your a finest, really the finest fun, alcoholic yeah. beverages. I sure. gave. I had a really fun time on this movie. You know what? What did you give? Touch Captain my Marvel? staff and say my name. You know, <laughs> gross. <laughs> <laughs> so I just. I had a fun time. I love the Shazam kids. I'm glad that wasn't spoiled for me because I would have been so bummed out if I already knew that was happening. And you know. It has that kind of Deadpool humor where it pokes fun at the bear, sure. I guess you could say, a little bit. And Enough that's why I'm letting some of that stuff go. And the fact that it's a 14-year-old, you know, and I'm fine with it. I'm ready for other Shazam movies. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? Okay, right. I'll, I'll go next. I, I'm I'm going to be a little tougher on it. I didn't like it quite as much as you guys. I did have a good time, and I appreciate David Sandberg. I like his, his directing, some of the script writing. Uh, I enjoyed, but there are a lot of flaws for me. I can't go any higher than what I gave Captain Marvel and Aquaman. I'm gonna t- those movies all tie for me at a, just a six. Mm-hmm. I will probably see them again, but I'm not jumping up and down to see them again. Okay, a lot of stuff I liked. I'll be there for the sequels, but this is not a movie that uh, has the rewatchability factor right. that it, maybe I wanted it to 
have. Technical standpoint, I can see that. Yeah. And, so, and yeah. I still do uh, have the perspective of the whole DC universe, and I'm mm-hmm. confused by it all. I have to hold it against it a little bit there. Okay. So, so what would you score? 6.0 on the Shawshank scale. Oh, okay. All right. So, my re- and my review will probably come out uh, right when this podcast comes out. And, hey, what is that? I think we work really well together. Um, I, personally, with the movie, I think I thought I enjoyed it. It's a fun movie. It's funny. And for what it was self-contained i enjoyed it um worth my money definitely i'm glad that i did see it in the theaters i would give it right in the middle of you guys i would give it a seven uh seven out of ten now do we do when you talk about captain marvel versus this what what did you like more Oh, uh, 90s Captain Marvel or Shazam Captain this, Marvel? The, the Marvel Captain, yeah, Brie Larson's Captain okay, Marvel okay. and Zachary Levi's Shazam. I mean... Because they're close. They came out close together. Yeah, it's yeah, fair, yeah. They're it's, both origin stories. It's fair to kind of... Different tones, but yeah. I would say Shazam works a little bit better with me just because it was more enjoyable. Yeah, I honestly, I think I would have to give it to the Shazam just because of the the... the the topics that they dealt with with the foster kids and the family and I stuff did like, like that, that stuff, I, yeah. I did enjoy that it was pretty deep and there were some deep moments in Captain Marvel but I thought that they did really well with handling mm. those those topics one of, one of the things I like about Talking Flick and again thanks for inviting me uh, always happy to be here is that <laughs> we, we, we do we stay relevant with new movies but we also go backwards a little bit mm. and time is, has a funny thing uh, when you're reviewing movies I can look at Argo two, three, four years ago and say something about it and then I can rewatch it and look at it from a different perspective and give it mm-hmm. a slightly higher rating mm. I don't know two years out I think two years out maybe I like Shazam more than Captain Marvel Right now, it's razor thin mm-hmm. between the two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so maybe we have to revisit it later. I like what they did. And there's, like you guys said, a lot, all the things you liked about it, certainly the Foster stuff, a lot of stuff I liked about it. But there's mm-hmm. enough there that I was kind of like, eh. I'm not in love with this, so I can't yeah. rate it too much higher than Plus, Captain who Marvel. knows where the DC universe is going to be yeah. in their own two and, years, And maybe too. if they yeah. nail it going forward with a Flashpoint or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, maybe I like it more. You know, I look right. at it differently. So. Okay. And, and also, uh, one thing I also want to say is Shazam, when they showed Mastermind uh, – when the idea, Mr. Mind, oh, Mr. Yeah. Mind, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Mind, the yeah. really gooey <laughs> yeah. looking Mr. caterpillar, yeah. it looked Mr. like he was made out of yeah. play doh. <laughs> so when they showed him. I got excited because it was like a potential sequel. I would be down for a sequel. Like it's sure, not it's not yeah. necessary. I mean, presumably, but... Black Adam is coming, right, Tyler? That's a done deal. Yeah, that's. Yeah. A, I yeah. mean, The Rock is already. Cast, so, do we so... think Shazam's going to show up in Black Adam? Yeah, I mean, their main character. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. okay. Black Adam right. has the Shazam. Well, they're different. Yeah, uh, they're different Greek gods, but he does yeah. have okay similar but power settings. I, again, it got me excited, and I would be interested. I, I like the movie enough that. If they do come out with a sequel, I'd probably watch it in theaters, uh, which ho- is pretty high praise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get it. Okay, yeah. I, I hope DC stops using Mark Strong for villains. Let this be the last one. <laughs> no more. Joker. Cast him as Joker. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> you know, I thought he was Tucci. Um, what's his name? Stanley Tucci. Oh, Stanley, Stanley Tucci. Tucci. Yeah, he, yeah. Bring him. I like Stanley Tucci. I, I like Stanley Tucci, Tucci too. too. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was him. Mark Strong. Second. He was great in uh, Zero Dark Thirty and yep. really, really good in a movie called Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, mm. which is also a great book go see him there don't 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 root for him in this movie he's in sunshine as well if you've guys ever seen yeah that, movie. that movie's pretty good with uh, cillian murphy right it's a pretty decent movie. yeah 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 killian, or, yeah, killian, killian right? murphy yeah, killian, sorry. Yeah, from so. uh the, the uh red eye begins. oh yeah, yeah and batman yeah, begins there we go. Yep. all right guys so i think we're ready to move on to our next segment we've Let's got do mail so i got a letter 
And for all of you audience members out there, if you would like to send in a question or offer up any recommendations, you can do so at talkingflick at gmail.com. Talkingflick at gmail.com. Exactly. Or even Twitter, too, as well, which we'll say that in a bit. <laughs> so um, I got an email here from James. So question is, which main characters or even side characters would you like to see to get their own show slash movie or a show of their own? So I have a funny one. Um, I would like to see... Kevin Wendell Crumb from Split with James McAvoy, but it takes place in an office setting. But he plays all the characters, just him. And so, wow. That's a lot of work and, for James McAvoy. And so when you need to call accounting, it's, you know, I don't know, Patricia is handling it. And so <laughs> that's mine right there. That's intense. Okay, all right. Taking a character is this any and side bend, character? Or yeah, any, any, any character any you would like to see thrown into its Jeez. own show. Um, so side character, main character from any movie. It's hard to choose just one. And if it takes too long, we can always cut around. Okay, it. so <laughs> I was thinking, like, I, you went that route with this whole genre-bending thing. Yeah. But uh, when we were talking, what I would like to see is I would like to see Constantine done well. Ooh, uh, yeah. But he's not a side character, right? Is that is that He's, he's a beast. He's, He's a B, B character. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a B. And by he's the like way, I like the Keanu Reeves one. I thought that was pretty good. It, That's it, a great it, way to bring it back. It, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. But They're not great, but not bad. Yeah, but Constantine is going through all forms of magic. You know, even voodoo and all these things. They focus mainly on the religious uh, Christianity themes, yeah. but they didn't go into like all the other cultures of magic that are out there and superstitions and. One TV series that they came out on... I forget what probably CBS or oh something. the CW oh it was the, a CW I think it was a CW I think so yeah they had know. the TV series I didn't yeah. like that they, TV series uh-huh. that much. Well, it was okay I, I liked it but they canceled it seven episodes in yeah sounds right it was yeah. expensive actually yeah. I thought it was network TV and each episode was just it was like supernatural yeah uh, and I think that supernatural itself should be what Constantine now, is <laughs> I like that I uh-huh. think that that TV long game uh, suits that character. Uh, maybe more so than a movie. Mm. The episodic. I, mm-hmm. I kind of like that. I would say, um, as far as con- if they're going to go that deep into that type of magic, check out Justice League Dark and check out Constantine City of Demons. Because mm. that right. What is Constantine City of Demons? So, Constantine City, it's an animated movie. Okay. They're both animated movies. Because okay. Justice League Dark shows just how unprepared the Justice League is for, for magic. magic stuff. Mm. They're so unprepared for it because it's a whole different world. And in Constantine City of Demons, they deal with demons. They deal with a ton of that stuff right yeah, there. Yeah. And just think if you threw Superman into that type of realm, it would make no sense to him. And because it's that magic base and just that demon stuff, I don't know how well he would last with it. Yeah, so I, I think that would be cool. Yeah. Check but out those movies, guys. Seriously. Like, <laughs> I'll try to think of a genre bender. But that's like with us just having our conversation, that's what came to my mind. Yeah. I've got I've got two. I'm going to give you a serious one and then one that would just be for me. I want to see the offshoot of Q from the James Bond series. I don't want to see a new James oh, okay. Bond. Okay. Right. Just Q right. and how he deals and interacts with all the agents. I think that would be kind of interesting. A TV show, like an eight-episode arc, would kind of be cool there. Okay. And then I want to see like a screwball office comedy with just Pepper Potts running Stark Industries. <laughs> ah, okay. All right. Complaining yeah. about like superheroes coming in just for a second and all the shit that goes oh, down. Man, and you guys... have, to, have to rebuild the building all the time and stuff like that. You guys came up with good stuff. I need to figure out something. <laughs> I have uh, more, but those are the two that uh, strike uh, me right now. Producer Ryan, can you just uh, 
figure out something and then just post production my answer here, please. Yeah, Insert yeah. something yeah. in he'll, there. <laughs> he'll take care. If anybody can do it, he can. All right. So we'll move on to our last segment before plugs. Uh, recommendations. Anything you guys want to recommend? You're reading, watching. I'll go. I don't to. have a ton this week. We're super busy at work, but I I did finish the uh, case against Adnan Saeed. We always talk oh, a little okay, true crime, yeah. little documentary, mm-hmm. HBO series. I think it was a four parter. Okay. I watched all four parts. I was familiar with the serial podcast. They mm-hmm. did a very that was season one, a very good series. It's a complicated case, man. And every time I watch these true crime things that really get into like complicated cases, presumably innocent people stuck in jail, a lot of flaws in our judicial system. Right. And even (laughs) if you look at it from the perspective of he's possibly guilty, so he should stay in jail while we figure this out, the failure of the judicial system to go after other suspects is always mind boggling to Mm -hmm. me. Like, oh, no, we're going to defend that this guy's in jail to the end. We're going to spend all this money uh, against the appeals, but we're not going to waste any money trying to find maybe the real killer or at least the possibility of the real killer out there. Uh, Making of a murderer does it. This does it, too. Mm -hmm. So it's just interesting to watch that stuff. Only four hours. It's a good watch on HBO. On the same note, I'll stay with HBO. Barry came back, oh, which is okay. the Bill Hader show. Yeah, it's oh, such a okay. weird, complicated hitman show. It's a uh-huh. comedy, but it's such a loose, dark comedy. Right, it really makes you feel uncomfortable. It really bends that <laughs> genre. So if you have time, check out Barry season two. And if you haven't seen season one yet, well, I think it's only eight episodes. Go right, back yeah. and watch season one. All right. What about you, Ryan? So I've been on Hulu. I've been watching a lot of uh, Law and Order SVU. But you love Law and Order, <laughs> <laughs> yeah? No, no. When I BD found out, BD Wong, so, BD Wong. <laughs> so Law and Order, I saw it on the news, or not on the news. Why would it be on the news? Uh, a commercial. I think you're starting that, to think Law and Order SVU is reality. Like, <laughs> yeah. That is the oh, news yeah. to you. I hope not. <laughs> but on Hulu, they have all of the seasons, and they're going into their 21st season. It wow. is great. Yeah, yeah, it's still on. Yeah, it's still on. Oh my and god, it's, uh, it's going to become. The, the longest running criminal genre or yeah that crime yeah. series genre um, show but while I've been watching it in my breaks I've been watching some Rick and Morty if you guys haven't yeah. seen Rick and Morty it is hilarious Rick Very, and Morty's genius yeah, yeah. I don't watch it all the time Dan Harmon uh, the stuff that he pumps out Community very good mm-hmm. he also does Harmon's Quest if you guys mm-hmm. haven't checked that out it's on VRV I think you can watch it for free if you go to VRV.co and it's just them playing Dungeons and Dragons and they animate it. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's really good, out. very yeah. entertaining. Put, us, put up a link on Twitter so we can, yeah, for uh, sure, we can for find sure. that. That's entertaining. Rick and Morty, I've been getting into that again. I watched the first two seasons again and then I still haven't watched the third season, but I'm going to be I love the one where that. he turns into a pickle for like a whole episode. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great episode. <laughs> but yeah. All right, so uh, my recommendation, I guess I'll put down, is Twilight Zone, just because they launched oh, that. Oh, yes. watch it? Yeah. I will I get to the first it. I did episode. not get to it yet. Uh, so I watched the first episode of The Comedian. The second one is 30,000 Feet in the Air. Or, uh, 30,000 Feet in the Air. That's Adam the, Scott. Adam Scott's That's that the Adam yeah, Scott okay. episode right there. So I've only seen the first one. I hope they do new stories, and it's just not a rehash of yeah. all the stories of Rick. Yeah. You know, I mean, the most yeah. popular ones. I yeah. hope they From do the movie, some new. the second one's presumably yeah. the movie. So. I mean, I hope they do some new stuff in there. I'm not, I don't mind seeing you know the stuff remade with all these other actors they had uh kumali i think yeah, is his from, name uh, from uh, silicon valley, silicon valley love and, that show. Great uh, and the big the big sick if you haven't seen the, the big, big sick he wrote really that it's about great. his life that's a yeah, great book i love that's the a great, big sick uh, it's so that's good a great story, so, great movie. Yeah. yeah but i really liked it i think you can find it on youtube right now for free at least the first episode mm, and okay. then they have like the cbs access stuff but 
that's I all want I got. Jordan right Peele there. back in my good graces. I yeah. will. <laughs> great narrating. Great narrating. Yeah. I think that's all he's doing is just narrating. I'm not sure if he has a hand in writing like I the stories. Like he does, but maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. He might be busy working <laughs> on other stuff. I don't know. But yeah, that's pretty much it right there, guys. We'll move into plugs. Ryan, where can we find you at? Well, if you like listening to my voice, I do another podcast called Dragon Questicles. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you download your podcast. Uh, essentially what it is, it's a real play role play podcast using the D&D 5th edition system. Me and a couple of friends, we get together, we record our adventures, and then we send it out onto the internet for all of you guys to listen. I do all the producing, I make the story, and then these guys, they mess it up. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of it's fun. A lot of work for yep. producer and <laughs> we have a lot of fun. It's very funny, and I think you all would like it. So check it out. I'm a fan of Dragon Questicles. I'm still waiting for my invite to Dragon <laughs> Questicles. Uh, I have a blog, a movie blog. Certainly, by the time you listen to this podcast, you can check out the um, Shazam uh, review. It'll be up, uh, and I'll link the podcast to it as well. That's tsames.blogspot.com. I'm on Twitter. Again, I'm new to it, so I'm at Real Watch. You can yell at me on there. Maybe I'll block you. Maybe I won't. Uh, and then, and again, I thank Tyler and producer Ryan for inviting me. Always happy to be on Talking Flick. Oh, that's it's Tyler. What? <laughs> that's Tyler. Yeah, thanks for not leaving it up to producer Ryan. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, you can find us on Twitter, Flick underscore Talking. You can reach us out there. Questions, comments, whatever you really would just want to chat to as well. Talk about comic books, movies. Totally down for that. You can always email us, TalkingFlick at gmail.com. Instagram is Talking Flick, if I'm right. Um, hey, if you're a big time supporter of the show, if you really like listening to it, hey, tell your friends, tell your family, go on their phones, download the episode while they're not watching, you know, just all that fun <laughs> stuff right there. Um, you can also support with Patreon on any app that you're listening to as well. If you like it, want to help keep the lights on, you can chuck in a buck. And also, uh, if you want to leave a review, that one helps out. Apple Podcasts is the big one, of course. If so. you're going to review us, review us on iTunes, please. Yes, yeah. And five stars one. only, please. Yeah, only five stars. Yeah, so. do, do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> if you're feeling four and a half, we won't judge you. So, <laughs> but, well, I will. Oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> if you put four, we'll feel challenged. Yeah. We'll step up. <laughs> well, that's it for me right there, guys. Uh, have a good one. We'll see you next time. Why don't you finish it off, Ryan? That was Talking Flick, and we will talk at you next week. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs>